0: Welcome, everyone. This is Dan with the Spiritual Underground Podcast coming to you from my little wood shop in my backyard, which I transform into a podcast studio every week or so to uh, carry this 12 step message. Uh, If you uh, are new to the podcast, the Spiritual Underground Podcast, uh, this is primarily a 12 step recovery based podcast, although I do explore other avenues of recovery uh, where people, uh, the definition I use is to uh, reclaim. That which was lost or stolen, and uh, people use a lot of practices and a lot of, primarily, in my opinion, spiritual practices. And by spiritual, I mean the spirit that resides inside of you. Uh, however, you see that you're, I'm okay with it. But my spirit was uh, definitely sickened at one point in my life, and it needed to be uh, needed to be healed. And uh, this recovery podcast or uh, recovery uh, program, uh, Twelve Steps, delivered to me uh, healed that. And among other things, that I've uh, walked into yoga and mankind, and some other things that allowed me to grow and continue to uh, heal uh, and, and get to be the guy that, uh, that the universe is wanting me to be. So that's what we're about here today. Uh, DTMWW.net, DTM Woodwork and Handyman. I got a little business here in Louisville metropolitan area any business, any work like that done, uh, please feel free to uh, check that website. You can find my phone number on there. Also a Facebook page that supports this podcast, Spiritual Underground Podcast. Um, 12 Step Spiritual Recovery is a book by James Christopher Cohn. It is uh, available on Amazon. Once again, 12 Step Spiritual Recovery, James Christopher Cohn. Uh, it is a 12 steps for everyone it's a deeper dive it's a lot of tribal knowledge from uh, the past 80 plus years of uh, practicing this stuff that uh, Christopher has uh, uh, put together from a number of teachers that he had uh, the privilege of working with and uh, and a lot of that stuff wasn't getting caught anywhere in writing and Christopher put it down on on paper and uh, we're having meetings around it and we allow you know we invite people who don't fit the traditional 12-step fellowships to join us in those meetings, and uh, and, and I watch these 12-step tools work for those folks, too, so it's not just limited to people who have an addiction or uh, alcoholism or any of the other hundred or so uh, isms that, that the 12-steps are uh, working for today. Uh, you can have, uh, we'll just say this, you can have absolutely nothing wrong with you, just wanting a little bit, something better in your life, mm-hmm. and these tools will help you get that. Darren Frank's music's wrapped around this podcast, as always. Thank you, Darren. And we will get on to the uh, to the topic at hand today. Uh, Greg's my guest today, our guest, let's say. And, uh, you know, I, I, a lot of times I have, like, a uh, specific meeting point where I remember somebody and, and why. Uh, I'll be completely honest, and I, and mm-hmm. I do remember meeting you, mm-hmm. but there was no... Uh, well, i had a couple times when people like came in with a slap in the head kind of almost thing sure. you know and uh and you kind of came into my life more quietly yeah uh you know you just, well, i just started seeing you in meetings Yep. that's, that's and uh and it, and, it, and, it, and it came in and it came came together slowly uh i think one of the first times when i really got to know you though was at one of the retreats if it I was recall. it and was Mike, yeah. that'll probably come up along through here uh, what's your sobriety date
1: it's 8 6 17. 2017,
0: 2017, yeah. yeah. So, so this will make three coming on, on this three summer. years, yeah, this summer. Yeah.
1: Very, very cool, yeah. 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 And you yeah. were, uh, you come through Christopher's group, right? I didn't, I stayed in the Brook. I was, uh, kind of a long term patient, you know, I think I stayed in there like 21 days. Uh, your buddy Chase, I was in there with him, okay, yeah. That's... Um, so I didn't know Christopher until I actually came into Spiritual Underground, and uh, it's the first time I, I've ever got to, to okay, take I care was of mistaken
0: stuff. there. I was thinking that you had came in, come through, uh, His part of that, that same thing, if I remember right, Chase, uh, they wanted him to stay longer and they actually traded out what would have been his outpatient stuff for him to stay inpatient longer. Yeah,
1: that's kind of what happened to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so
0: he he, uh, missed out on an opportunity to be in Christopher's outpatient group, but he he needed that extra long stay in uh, in there um, I still remember him calling me one day when he when that was happening and he said uh, man they want me to stay for so many days and yeah. and it wasn't really mopey but he was uh he definitely wasn't up for that idea sure
1: well neither was I yeah. but you know what I had been through that before and I'd stay five days detox and I get out maybe I'd they'd stretch it to seven they stretch it to eight never worked I might stay sober one month two months I knew I couldn't bullshit around this time. I had to stay in there and I did not want to stay three weeks in that little area because it is like a prison, bud. I'm telling you, they lock yeah. the doors and it's crazy. You're in a little bitty wing and uh, I had no choice. I mean, yeah. if I was going to bullshit, I wasn't going to bullshit myself no more. Yeah, you can't.
0: Yep. That's, uh, you know, my, my, uh, Default answer mm-hmm. in a lot of these things comes down to you know, one of the things was, is my way never works, so it never works. You know, uh, if you want, let's let's try it somebody else's Absolutely. way this time around. And I don't know if they're right or not, right. Uh, that you need to be there to, uh, that long, but uh, let's just let's just assume that's uh, our power working there and yeah. that, that they know better than us, yeah. And, yeah, and do what they say to do oh, this yeah. time
1: around. We had a there was a feisty uh, older woman in, in uh, Brook when I was there, and she looked at me and said i've seen you before and uh this was like probably the fourth day of detox and she says uh what are you gonna do different mm-hmm. and uh i said i'm probably gonna leave in a couple of days you know i'm a detox I'm, I'm good you know everything's good she, and she looked at me and said you're so full of shit." I said are you willing to do it this time and i said yeah i am and uh well you're gonna, you're gonna stay here you're gonna stay here for three or four weeks and uh i had to uh I had to think about that one hard, but I like God kind of guide me on that one. And, but that lady really, she just called me out. She's seen me before. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: there definitely is that drying out period thing, you know, and it is a different, uh, can be a different duration for many mm-hmm. of us, you know. They can't, and I don't really know why, because, you know, all in all, that's really still a really short amount of time. You know, you blink your eyes now and three weeks go by, right? And uh, for sure, so but inside some mm-hmm. place like that, it feels like a feels long, like a lifetime, yeah. <laughs> uh, even just a week feels yeah. pretty damn long. Uh, I can't, I can't, you know, I never ever stayed sober out of a visit. Now, I never stayed a long term, I was mm-hmm. in the you know, those five, six days mm-hmm. just to detox mm-hmm. and come out, and I would stay sober, you know, for a while, yeah, uh, like 90 days, things like that, you know. And uh, my current sobriety date is not off of one of those visits to a to a rehab joint uh but i definitely know that that was a you know a kickstarter for a lot of people who need that and, and i'm not saying i didn't need it i probably mm-hmm. needed it too I just didn't end up that's the way it went uh right but uh yeah to be able to because it's just so hard to get a few days sober it is if well you're not in some safe and protected kind of environment like that you know uh there was just no way most of the time. I mean, I was some to some extent struck sober to some extent. I just didn't drink again one day. I actually had to back up and kind of recalculate my
2: mm-hmm. my
0: sobriety date after a few days realizing I haven't drank or used in a few days. Wow! I have a new sobriety day. Yeah, you know, and I was yeah. lying on my last one the whole sure. time anyway, because I was telling them, you know I was in trouble. I was having, I to say I was, I was pretending to be sober for quite hell for mm-hmm. quite some time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people knew that I that I wasn't. But well,
1: you and I, I got a similar story because we're not only alcoholics, we were also addicted to pain pills. Yeah, and uh, you can't go to detox for four, five, six, seven days off of pain pills and say I'm cured. It don't work. Yeah. And uh, so that twenty-one days was was important to get off the damn pain pills. You know, I was like, you know, I'm ready to get off drinking, but that the opiates were a different animal. Yeah, they are different completely animal. Completely different animal. So I so I think anybody's going in for uh, any kind of opiate addiction, well, whether it's heroin, you can't just detox five, six, seven, eight days. You can't do it. Yeah. It's not. Don't work. Yeah. I'll let you guys know that right now. Uh-huh. Um, did you grow up around here? I did. I grew up. I grew up in. Uh, I grew up in Louisville, Kentucky. And I. Uh, I tell you what. If I'm gonna do, just kind of give you the beginnings of my story, because most of us have a beginning. Um, mine goes all the way back, just like Genesis, just like if the three words in Genesis, in the beginning. Mine started with birth. I came out messed up in this life. Oh, I came out. Um, if anybody knows anything about breech birth, it's when. Uh, your ass backwards uh i came out ass backwards yeah. Yeah. yeah i think dad said that the doctor said that when i was coming out he's like oh my god this kid's got a big wide beautiful smile he said no it's his ass crack yeah, yeah so I'm an original OC guy. I'm an original I'm an original cracker yeah <laughs> so I came out just I came out a mess uh, from birth um and what it was is you know flash forward to about 1968, which is probably in the fourth grade, uh, I'm already in a psychologist, a child psychologist's office. You know what I'm saying? I'm already seeing a child psychologist because I, back in those days, they didn't know what ADHD was. They didn't know, they didn't have a word for it. Uh, but I was born ADHD, and I was born uh, I was born with a brain that just could not grasp uh, all this extra energy that, that that my brain was trying to give me. I didn't know what to do with. It. So I, I was in constant I was in constant trouble. I was in constant trouble from the get-go. I mean, by the sixth grade, this is, you know, they don't do this to kids now, but by the sixth grade, they already had me on Ativan. Mm. You know what Ativan is? It's the cousin of Valium and Xanax. And uh, so in the sixth grade, by that time, I already got because I I, I couldn't in class, they just, teachers wouldn't, just didn't want to have anything to do with me because I couldn't sit still. Um, so I came out like that, and you mix the, you mix that from birth, brain, your brain chemistry like that from birth, and then you mix the fact that my sister had died right before I was born, right? So my mother uh, was so fearful of something being wrong with she had spinal bifida, so fearful wrong that when I was born it was I was spoiled, right? So I was able to manipulate. Um, you take that brain chemistry that I had, and all of a sudden I learned how to manipulate
2: yeah
1: you put those two together to youthful age uh that's gonna do some damage you know so I, I came out i came out swinging when it comes to uh uh an alcoholic's brain you know it was it was foundation yeah. i had nowhere to go nowhere to go but down yeah took a long time but uh, that's the beginnings of me and between those two different dichotomies like that um everything uh Everything came from that. All my, all my, all my alcohol and all my drug addictions, all my way. I looked at life. Uh, it, it all came from that, that economy. Because I had great parents. I can't blame them on my parents. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Me too.
2: I yeah. The same thing. Yeah. yeah. I can't. But I, I lay that at yeah.
0: their feet. You know, it's interesting too. I've heard somebody else talk about this, but you know, uh, I'm sure that you knew that they, or at least the the adults around you were telling you you had a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and you got taught pretty early on that if you have a problem, take a pill.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I did.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I absolutely did, man. I
0: don't think those lessons stick. Yeah, no, they don't. No, you, uh, you will, you know. Uh, and I remember doing the same thing, except for not necessarily that way. Mine was mostly accident-prone kind of things. Mm. I got hurt a lot when I was a kid, mm. and, uh, and, would, and and would and would get pain medication prescriptions but had no idea back then Mm. and i look back and think about how that might have like uh started planting those seeds well sure of that extra special liking of uh yeah yeah and uh this is not to throw my mom under the bus at all because i know that this isn't a blame Mm. thing she Mm. uh she also uh suffered from the same uh or maybe she she had the same appetite for pain medications Mm. as i did mm and uh mm. and I can remember being small and getting these pain medications and not really knowing what I'm getting, my mom would be with me, and she would be pretty adamant that that, that I would get prescribed those things, and, you know, and I would get one or two at home, but the rest of them well they disappeared, you know, yeah. and as a kid, I didn't care what happened you know right. it wasn't it wasn't a big deal to me uh, and it took some uh it took that peeling of the onion before I could actually remember those events Mm -hmm. and going back and and go and looking at that and Mm -hmm. and again it's not a blame thing but i do see and and recognize that that was something that was happening from early on i was i was taking them and then also uh to some extent i was uh being used in order to get to to, so that she could get some
1: wow yeah it's in in that crazy how it just some of those early plants, those seeds, yeah. when it comes to certain addictions, especially pain pills, which, uh, you know, it's crazy because I remember in the eighth grade, I had broken my collarbone playing football, and we went to the hospital, and uh, I was about ready to pass out. I was in so much pain. It was it came through the skin. It was a compound fracture. Wow. And my mom was like, you got to do something. So they come out, and they gave me Demerol. And uh, I still remember it to this day. Oh, my God. I just I fell in love with it in the eighth grade. Yep. You know, so it's it's funny, it's crazy how we were set up like this. And that's why, that's why, and, and not only was that set up, but by the time I was in the, uh, eighth grade, at, also my sister had killed herself wow, you so know so two siblings lost by yeah my yeah my parents lost two siblings and my so sister the younger
0: do- the that one was born with a born spinal, spinal bifida this didn't one make this,
1: it. yeah this one didn't make it but when i was 14 my older sister teenage sister killed herself wow. so all of a sudden so we had this so i had this setup of this dichotomy that you know i'm gonna with my brain but then all of a sudden tragedy hits right and uh, as i say we're born with this or you know when you hear it a lot mm-hmm. we're born
0: with this little tweak in our for sure, chemistry or whatever it is yeah. in our being, whatever, and then you throw what I, you know, trauma essentially yeah. yes. on top of it, which yeah. is deaths like that are
1: traumatic. traumatic they are tra- traumatic. You know what I said? You throw just, those two things, yeah. man, and you almost don't have you. You really don't have a chance. No, you don't. You don't. No, you don't. It's crazy. It's like okay, what's the, what's the three storms make the perfect storm, right? So it comes in threes, and that trauma was that third thing on top of me by the time I was fourteen. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I I I don't want to make excuses, but in a lot of ways, I didn't have a chance. Yeah, yeah, uh, I
0: get it. You know, people say yeah. you like made some choice, but I I don't think that we made a choice to go down that pipe. No, you know, we, no, it, I it, definitely it, did. Things that happened, and that was really the only, you know, to some extent, it was the only escape route I could find in order yeah. to cope.
1: Yeah absolutely man absolutely yeah i did i didn't know how to handle it i did not know how to handle it back in those days with all you know uh, when my sister killed herself my parents didn't look for uh counseling or therapy back in those days no you know you just sucked it up man you know you're a good old irish catholic you suck it up and you go about your day and uh so we didn't deal with it and my family fell apart mom and dad fell apart and it's just like i say it i don't they were good people. It was just some unfortunate circumstances. Yeah, that's
0: tough stuff for anybody to yeah. deal with. I mean, yeah, it don't make any difference what, and uh, That whole deal with the uh, parents losing their children yeah. is –
1: yeah, it is. Uh,
0: there's that. You know, maybe there maybe isn't anything more traumatic than that. I don't, there, I don't think there.
1: I you got kids? I got kids. There, can, there's not. Can there be? Yeah, right. No, yeah, I don't think so. I can't
0: imagine so. either. I don't. Uh, you know, I don't know, so I don't want to put myself to uh, say. No, it. right, right. Uh, don't want to know. But yeah, we had a really good friend. You know, lost his son the other day. You know, mm, and uh, don't yeah, You yeah. know, and you just go, golly, man. I just can't even begin yeah, to imagine. Yeah, I know. I felt for
1: Barry. That's. Yeah.
0: this disease you know he decided uh you know played with it just a little too long one too many yeah
1: yeah but you know it's what's it 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 it, it took me what's really sad about us you know by the time i was 14 it was determined what what my life was going to be like and i made it from 14 to now you know of course the last three years have been the best three years of my life um how i made it through all this stretch it's uh, you know right. that, that's yeah. a miracle in itself, right. right? You know it was like because it took me until I was fifty six, really. F- you know I'm fifty nine now. It took me until I was fifty six to to stop. You know, and I, and I always ask myself, I always ask this question, Greg. Why did it take you? Why now? You know, because you you've stopped before twenty. You know, you know my story. Yeah, um, I can't answer that. I, that's why I, th- I sometimes say, you know what? It's just it was not my decision. It was a higher power's decision. I was finally ready.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting thing, mm. and that's I try to give other people some grace uh, when they're not able to like get it air mm. quotes get it, yeah. you know. And uh, and for whatever reason, that journey just to just you know I I. Um, I'm in the belief it just is what it is, right? That, yeah. you know, uh, and, and it may not happen for this person. Right. Uh, and, and you know, could, we were talking about this the other day about the whole shame thing about screwing about up again. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's almost as deadly as the using.
1: Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. You know uh, I mean, you know, oh, yeah, like I'm attached you, to
0: shame. Yeah, absolutely. You, yeah. you know, when you've uh, screwed it up once mm-hmm. again, you mm-hmm. know, another relapse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially if you had any kind of like a. If there's any if people around you knew you had some sobriety for a little mm-hmm. bit or whatever mm-hmm. you know and you and then now now I've slipped up again yeah and then you yes. know, so like the first time you go, okay, I remember my first my first relapse, I was actually uh, you know after coming to recovery mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there's many times before of trying sure. on my own kind of thing yeah. and, uh, and and like that's funny how I don't register that as a relapse but uh, the first time I actually walked in a meeting and got because I'd seen other people get new white chips you know, and I screwed up, and 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 actually, what I did was, because uh, that's what was always getting me. I, mm-hmm. I didn't have any problem. i be honest, I didn't have a lot of problems stopping drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a lot of problems trying not to take more pills. Mm-hmm. And, gotcha. Uh, yeah, and, yeah I, me too. and i had taken some pills, and there was two things in that. One of them was is that uh, I hadn't relapsed on alcohol, and I was going to AA, and I had enough heard enough that that was, you know, not what we talked about. So mm-hmm. It's It's got a lot better, even over the last nine years of me being around. But that was nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so coming in and saying I'd relapse, going coming into me mm-hmm. the a-, 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 a of AA and saying I'd relapsed on pills mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. didn't make sense. No. Yeah. Uh, but I went in anyway, and I got and I don't even remember now, but got that first white chip, and it wasn't any big deal. But some people like shamed me. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, and so a few months down the road, I got some more. You know, I'm sober for a little while longer, and I and I relapse again. I, I take, I use again, and this time around, I'm like, I'm not so quick to walk back into those rooms and tell people. This sure, time.
1: it's natural,
0: and uh, uh-huh. you know, and then what would happen is, is that the guilt would be on me, mm-hmm. and I would just stop going to the meetings. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, you know, and yeah.
0: Up, yeah, and then you'd ramp up, and in that cycle of things, you know, so that guilt and shame, and I understand, you know. I understand the disappointment behind a relapse Mm -hmm. and being, and you know, because I'm frankly, I'm hurt every time I see somebody go back out that I know and I love, and it hurts me. There's Mm -hmm. some pain involved there, Uh, but man, I try really hard not to shame them anymore, you know, because I know that never worked for me. No, you can't. No, the whole nicotine quitting world was all about beating you up when you caved, and it never set well with me. Was that you know uh, when you screwed? Because that's exactly like we punish you for
1: exhibiting. Mm The symptoms of the very disease you have, right? right. <laughs> in, anybody, hey, look, our code is supposed to be love and tolerance. Yeah. That's that's the code, that's where we all get to. Yeah. Uh, so, back to these teenage years and you're growing up,
0: uh, I won't keep on side, sidetrack too hard sometimes.
1: Yeah. yeah, back to uh, so my teenage years, so I, I didn't know how to deal with myself, and so the first thing that uh, a guy about I think I was in the eighth grade, uh. Uh, asked me to come over uh one night and he brought out a a joint right and so I smoked weed for the first time and uh I was like whoa man all of a sudden I just you know it just found my answer man it just it it calmed it it calmed me down really it, it took that energy and uh that I never knew how to handle from that ADHD because I wasn't you know I, I got off them damn uh, advan my mom I was walking around like a zombie and my mom said no you, we're not going to take those, so I had no idea what to do with that energy, and, and pot, pot worked right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking, okay, man, I, I found something. So then I started drinking with the with the marijuana, and uh, uh, and that escalated to it just escalated. And what what happened with me is I ended up getting and once I got to high school, you know, I I got in trouble. I went to a Catholic school and immediately got in trouble in the Catholic school. And by my second year in the Catholic school, I was asked not to come back. Mm. You know, and, um, and so I went into a public school for the last two years and the public school is a little different than those Catholic schools. I'm going to let y'all know that now they are in Louisville anyway, but, uh, uh, I could, I could get away with a little more and, uh, and just, I had no, and then all of a sudden I had no, uh, repercussions, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's as dangerous, that's dangerous too, you know, a uh, very dangerous, and that's when it started. Mine started escalating once I went over to Iroquois, uh, Started hanging around the guys that started thinking like me, you know,
0: and uh, interesting how we gravitate like that. Yeah, know, oh yeah. About how that uh, also plays out some weird way, you know, and then not to say they don't do that stuff in Catholic schools because the Catholic school here in Southern Indiana, mm-hmm. the most prominent yeah. one, uh, some of the wildest dudes I ever met in my life went to that school. Well, sure, they, uh, they,
1: they, they. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not but, saying but
0: that. But it's funny how you, you know. You, I don't. I don't really know what to wrap around that, but how, it's interesting because that's another. I call them bell ringers mm. in here, and when that's what you hit a bell ringer of how the universe placed you somehow or another with these people that were like you that were doing the things mm-hmm. you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, know mm-hmm. wasn't like a grand plan. I'm gonna leave Catholics gonna go over here with yeah. these guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, it but, wasn't. But we gravitate. There's a magnetic uh, uh, a magnetism to to, abs- to bringing these these forces together.
1: I didn't well in the Catholic school. I'm, I also gravitated to the guys who were smoking weed too, you know. And uh, the difference between those Catholic schools and public school back in those days was structure. You know, they forced structure on you in Catholic schools. Where in the public schools, they didn't. Yeah. Uh, so a person like myself, and you know, but at this point, my mom and dad had uh, backed off of me. You know, they 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 know that they knew that you know I had I had issues with ADHD. They knew that I, I was in some weird way. I wouldn't say handicapped, but I had some flawed way. They kind of, so they just backed off, said, "You know, Greg, you can do. You know, it's you do whatever you want to do. You know, I, I had I had no reproduct- reproductions from my uh, mother, father, school system. I mean, I could literally do whatever I wanted to do. And so that just that that was just a a path an early path in teenage years. It's just it was just set up for destruction. You know." How I made it like I said earlier in the podcast how I made it it has to be a God it has to be a God thing it has to be a higher power thing because I, I should have died and we hear this in AA meetings all the time because I'm definitely not uh, an individual here it's and there's a re, and there's a, there's a reason. There's a reason why you're sober and you're sitting over behind that mic, and I'm sitting behind this mic, and there's guys in these meetings who, who have gone through just just hell, and they are alive. There is a reason, a bigger reason. It's your job to find it. Yeah. God's given it, tra- giving you a chance. It's your job to find it. And uh, I think that's where I'm at on this, this path, uh, uh, which, like you said earlier about one of the most probably beautiful thing about A.A. is being able to learn to just absolutely be yourself. Yeah. Have no inhibitions. Just be who you were meant to be because God only knows how many different masks we all put on.
2: Yeah.
1: It's from protection, you know, like, you know, embarrassment. It's just it's all these different masks and layers. And uh, and that's what I'm seeing. And that's that took me. Okay, I'm, I'll be three years in um, in uh, summer. That's taken me in the, just in the last three or four months you know it took well over almost two and a half year mark before i start th- start really being able to grasp things because good lord you know when you when you've been screwed up for what from 14 to 56 it's a lot of years man yep. that you're not seeing reality the right yeah. way yep.
0: and hadn't unwind all of that and, uh, yeah well that also co- coincide with uh this new sponsor this new teacher you
1: got and oh yeah a, yeah absolutely oh absolutely yeah there's no question about it because the 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 thing that i see and this is with myself but i also see it in AA, and i also see it in people who come in uh you know in their first you know first 90 days um you know we talk about our will right you know i mean our our will and i i equate it to You know, I guarantee when my mom and dad tried to potty train me, I said, screw you, mom and dad. I'm going to shit any way I want to, you know. And I see that attitude. That attitude is prevalent amongst us. Uh, So I think that's why I kept uh, relapsing because that attitude. And I finally met some guys like Chris and Darren, you know, uh, and then another in my original sponsor. But these guys, they brought it out to me because it was – for one they were good teachers right yeah uh, but but i was also the old saying if uh, if the students ready the teacher appears right so i think the i think the student was finally ready yeah, and then I agree if yeah. in my case too yeah and usually if you, if the students ready you're a good teacher's going to appear that's the beautiful part about yeah. this and i did get a, i got a beautiful teacher with chris and i got a beautiful teacher with Darren. you know to me it's like I got the best of both worlds because this is what I needed. I got the spiritual concept from Darren, just that beautiful, deep energy, spiritual, and I got all that wisdom and knowledge from Chris. Right. So, your sponsors are very important uh, to me. You know, the three things that if I have to look at uh, look at people in AA meetings, and and I either got to have somebody, that's, somebody I like listen, somebody that's really spiritual. I like listen to somebody that's got a lot of knowledge and wisdom, or that third one, which is just as important as I like to listen to somebody. I know who's doing service. They are talking. They're not just talking to talk. They are walking the walk. And that's what I see in you, Dan. That is what I, that's that is one of our gifts from you to our spiritual underground. You walk the walk, brother. You know what I mean? We're, we've grown because of you. There's no if and that's about it, one of them. And uh, so I look at for those three things in people. Every once in a while, you'll see all three things in one person. Yeah. And that's when you see that light on their eyes and that shine, you know. So, um, so I, you know, it's a sponsor is so important. Uh, but you got to, like I say, the students got to be ready for the teacher to appear. Yeah, and it's that, uh, you know, more and more I see these things on this, you know, that magnetism
0: we was talking about put us into the people who want to continue, you know, who want to use them, mm-hmm. how that, you know, and it's more and more of this like uh, – guiding your own destiny to some extent, you know, mm-hmm. even though I'm not, I'm more like on that, that, that ant on a log going down the big river thinking I'm steering the log. Yeah. Uh, right, right. But but if I when I when I set my energies towards certain things that uh that things work out that way. So, you know, when I wanted to use I found myself around a lot of people who wanted to, you know, when I was wanting to drink yeah. and drug real yeah. good and hard, I found myself in that position.
2: Yeah.
0: When I wanted to not anymore and walked in people who were willing to help me do that, you know. Absolutely. Uh, Students
1: ready. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, I think some of that, there's a, what's that, that power of positive mm-hmm. thinking kind of thing. And even though that other thing wasn't necessarily, you know, positive at some level, but but we all, another mm-hmm. another uh, common thing you hear around here is that for a long time, I don't know that I lived through those years if I didn't have that medicine to take the dope and the
1: booze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, 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 I Cause heard. Because that's when we yes. check
0: out early, you know, and I look back at my yeah, high school yeah, days yeah. and things like that, and I didn't realize that these guys committing suicide back then were, uh, were essentially suffering from alcoholism. Mm-hmm. You sure. know, that's another thing. i yeah. coming to this down here later on, and all of a sudden I was like, damn, uh, John and Glenn and them guys that killed themselves mm-hmm. when I was in, mm-hmm. when we were in high school? That's what that was.
1: Yeah, it's exactly what it was. Yeah, I had two uh, good friends do it when I was young. I had no
0: idea what it was. No, then.
1: no, did not. No, and and both <sighs>
0: of those were, you know, one of them was getting uh, catching a lot of heat from his family system on stopping, you know, and and so I think to some extent he stopped his medicine, but didn't get any new treatment.
3: Yeah, you know what
0: yeah. that does to us—that yeah. drunk thing. If I'm I not gr- treating myself, yeah. if I'm not doing this mind, body, spirit yeah. deal, and this yeah. the twelve steps helps me with, uh, then then just being sober uh, is not going to work for me.
1: No, it won't. No, and that's 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 a that's a that's, a, that's one of the hardest things to learn. Really, is that, as a as a strong-willed person yeah right you know and uh, but it's true it's yeah. very true uh because i had because i had two good friends they were my party buddies and both both shot themselves when i was a kid and that's the way both my friends did yeah.
0: too yeah oh, these two i'm thinking of you know there's actually was a few you know and mm-hmm. not to mention the uh uh the vehicle uh deaths mm-hmm. that were drinking related right uh multiples of those whether it be on a motorcycle or cars and uh, man, I have another half dozen friends that died back then from vehicle crashes and, and drinking and driving yeah uh, you know and, and and if I put it all together and look back there at it, man there's a pile of people that 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 were victims of this, and I had no idea, you know right and so you know I have had a really right. good friend die drinking and driving, and uh you know it didn't even phase my drinking and driving you know yeah. I drank and drove like a hobby mm, right.
1: No, I agree. And uh, it goes back to uh you know what we talked about earlier about if you are getting sober and you are sober and you're trying to get sober, you I have a gift from God because oh, so many people didn't make it. Yep. There's a reason. There is a reason for you still be kicking here, guys. And uh um yeah that knocking yeah. greg's trying to make a point somebody yeah, and he yeah. does
0: he's got a thing where he knocks on the table and i don't want to drive you guys yeah. completely hey, crazy so i keep on kind of hushing him on yeah. it a little bit although i know it's just passion
1: it's passion but it's also adult adhd i don't it? take anymore i don't take medicine so i'm just a i'm a kind of energetic guy man yeah. And that's part yeah, of i was thinking yeah. if
0: i put some kind of cushion over it yeah. <laughs> so knock on it, it wouldn't no, be quite no, so wouldn't, no. wouldn't uh, go up into the microphone no i, I i've Did learned you hit this and yeah. it goes, not only does the noise come up, the actual vibration goes right through the table and out the arm. Oh, okay. Uh, no big deal. Right? Right. People it's just, just uh,
1: deal with it. Uh, it's, it's me learning how to yeah. deal with my energy. That's yeah, one. of the,
0: yeah. No problem, man.
1: But uh, no, man, it's uh I have one
0: guy in here and he had his water bottle mm, and he's ringing it. Yeah. Ringing that water bottle uh, right here uh-huh. by the microphone. Oh. I was like, hey, come on, man. I gave him a crystal to hold on to, and he once he got the crystal in his hand, he uh, chilled out a bunch.
1: Gotcha. Crystals are. I'm. I'm learning to believe in those. I didn't believe crystals. Good lord, crystals were just rocks. Come on, man. And uh, that's the. That's another gift right there. Um, and I'll tell you some about something about the higher power. And people talk about crystals, for example, but mainly I'm. Only, I'm may, I guess mostly I'm talking about higher power. When I came in, right, I, I was raised. Irish Catholic, and I checked out by what the fourth grade because in the Bible it says man is created in uh, in uh, God's image. So I'm looking at the sky and say, I know damn well there's no guy up there. You know what I mean? So I checked out, checked out because uh, the way they were trying to teach us the Bible literally. But so I didn't really believe in God. I kind of just put it on the back burner. But in spiritual underground, right? I started running into guys. I'll tell you one example is Shane, for example, I knew I could look in his eyes and I knew he was convinced that this God and the spirit was there, so yeah. I had to I, I had to see it in others before I ever could grasp it myself right and that's the key with guys who are skeptical you know is uh look for look 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 in other people's eyes and just know they're convinced they they know they are in touch with their higher power and that that guy right there probably boosted me when it comes more to god than anybody mm-hmm. you know so you can't you can't uh yeah you, know, you got to be open-minded man yep you have to be yep
0: yeah and uh the opposite of that is in a bunch of places in that blue book it says uh in various ways it says uh what i think i know for certain ain't true what means yeah. I have to let go of my old stuff because yeah. I can't be open to new stuff. As yeah. long as I'm hanging on, then, then my old stuff will block me from being yeah. open to the new stuff.
1: Is there really an absolute truth anyway? Right. Is there? Yeah. I don't think so. You know, it's just particles of truth out there, yeah. guys. That's what. That's what. That's the thing you got to accept. Yeah. We can hang on to black and white, and it's just not like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we get this, uh, you know, it's interesting to like how that, corresponds to what we're dealing with in the world right now you know this whole thing of what Mm. we thought the world was
1: yeah moment yeah we did took a shift right yes it did and uh
0: and things are a lot different today than they were however many weeks ago yeah a month ago yeah but uh you know you think uh you think one thing is the way it is yeah no, and no. uh the universe can can turn on a dime on you. Absolutely. Somebody brought that uh brought up a sent me an email the other day uh yesterday I guess on um if we think we had it tough and it had a whole bunch of stuff and pictures and stuff from the depression era and about that shift in our what happened to the this country during the great depression and and that was 11 years yeah, essentially yeah, it was you know, and, yeah and uh, and here we you know people who are uh, uh have their lifestyles changed in the first couple of weeks and they're already you know, sure people no, already i agree protesting and you know, and so like could you imagine i know maybe they did, but could you imagine somebody maybe protesting the depression no i <laughs> I, I i don't no i couldn't
1: no, no for sure no that's a good point
0: no, uh no. But, but folks are you know there's a lot of and everybody's dealing with this in their own way and i, I don't wanna uh, yeah it frankly has not. It has not done much to me
1: personally. No, I've been very lucky and blessed too by this because I've I've actually grown yeah. through this. I kind of like it. Yeah, at yeah. some level. I, I mean, don't, I don't yeah. like it that more yeah.
0: dying and I don't like that. But it did uh, it did hit me and and slowed my pace a little bit. And I think it, it certainly gets you really quickly uh, in a. It put me in a spot. Some mm. gratitude. For what I do have in my life, that's uh, right, and some things that I'm right. teaching, some stuff that, because at some level, I feel like you know, the last five years I've been just practicing for days like these.
1: Yeah, I agree. I like that. I like uh, the way it, that's that's a great it idea. Set me up, yeah,
0: you know, I mean, because. I have friends that are sitting in apartment buildings, bored out of their gourd. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, uh, I I, I, I took, don't have that problem, man. I got a yeah. place out in the country to go. I got this mm-hmm, awesome wood shop. Mm-hmm, I got, you know, mm-hmm. boredom is not my problem no. today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that I've got things to do, you know, and yeah. things that actually fulfill me too, you know. So, And that, a lot of that came as a result of recovery is that, you know, I had some of that stuff mm-hmm. to begin with, but I didn't enjoy
1: it. Right, right. So how healthy, you know, how healthy is th- – the self you know i mean that's what it boils down to and i i told myself um i'm going to grow during this time i i I, i'm lucky and blessed that i was getting paid during this time but i'll be damned if i'm just going to uh just whine or depressed because i can't be around nobody i'm gonna grow i'm 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 gonna grow a foundation a spiritual foundation for during this time and uh it's actually these last four weeks have been probably one of the largest growth in the, in self reflection because it's not rumination. Rumination is a bad thing, guys. Rumination is when you're you're caught in yourself and it's not good. Uh, self reflection in the right way uh, is serious growth, you know. And so I, I've learned the difference between that because I used to, you know we, you hear people in AAO are addicted to thinking. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I am. But uh, uh, ruminate—I got rid of that rumination, and it's so important to get rid of that. Mm -hmm. No difference between self-reflection and rumination. But this—I feel it. I feel it perfect ease. Yeah,
0: me too. Yeah. Yeah. The flip side—that's another word out of that book. It says something about we made a we made a rough going of life.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. uh, And Mm -hmm. and, and I and I I can put that on myself now, if I if I would choose to. You know, I could make this a real pain in the ass. Yes. It, all I have to do is think it is. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, and it'll be that way. It, it, I have to constantly, you know, remind myself. And it's not hard anymore. It's not like a – it's not work for me to say, you know. Because uh, I really do think, you know, well, I think everything's going to be okay. I really do. I think everything's going to turn out just to right, be fine. Right, Sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, we're going to lose some people. We lose a lot of people anyway. Can you mm-hmm. Do you know uh, – there's a lot of people that die every day on a regular day. Yeah, <laughs> uh, And and I don't mean to lighten this particular thing at any level. Uh, but I can't get myself hung up in that, right? We did a no. third step decision that said, no. hey, I ain't in management anymore. It ain't, my, it ain't me to, it's not my job to run. Uh, I have to be okay with however it goes. And then the flip side of that is, you know, I don't know what uh, definition of everything's gonna be okay is, uh, Maybe I end up catching it and dying, and maybe mm. I, wow. you know, to some extent, am not okay in the same word most people think I'm is okay. You know, I'm okay with that too. Wow. It just why fight this? Why continue to swim upstream
1: all the time? Gotcha. Yeah, I got, I like the way you're thinking. What I do is I try. To, I don't try to fear it. I respect it. I, I do what I'm supposed to do. I I stay the. Uh, we try to social distance. I do that, but I don't fear it. Yeah. I respect it is what I've learned how to do, but I'm Being definitely in those
0: homes all week long. Yeah, working yeah. I got you, you know?
1: But I'm not gonna worry about it and I just don't yeah. worry
0: about it and we practice safe stuff mm-hmm. while I'm in mm-hmm. there and mm-hmm. and, we, and we have some sense about us and
1: uh, I'm just not gonna'm not mm-hmm. i'm I'm not in a position to quarantine. I agree, but you know the, the but the big blessing about this is we had enough time to really develop our our spiritual foundation, yeah. our healthy way we look at our healthy ego you know we we've learned how to 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 learn how to handle that and look at it like that and there's guys who's been i'm telling you man that first year that whole first year of my sobriety was a freaking roller coaster mess Mm. you know you think i got it i got it six months (laughs) no way in hell man i didn't get it in a year matter of fact it's two years it's the last several months the things have just like wow yeah wow this is incredible You know? It is. It is incredible. Yeah. uh, Somebody
0: else heard read something the other day from somebody in recovery said, uh, like it or not, this is the moment you've been preparing for. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. It's a great way of looking at it. And
0: it also made the point that if you're in early recovery, which it would really suck to be in early recovery Mm -hmm. right now, and I say that, Mm -hmm. uh, that's a judgment. Uh, I don't know. I think it would be difficult to be in early recovery right now. I would Mm -hmm. think it would be. Uh, But if you stay sober out of this, you got a pretty bulletproof recovery going on, right? Amen, brother. You say, yeah. "Hey, you know, mm-hmm. I, I made it through that."
2: Yeah, you know? no. Yeah, you got a hell of a story. When yeah. did you
0: get? You know, oh, I got yeah. sober and you know mm-hmm. whenever you know. Yeah. Well, I got sober during the pandemic. Yeah, it's right. You, you know? can always
1: <laughs> always come to that. Which, come on, guys, you can do it. We know There's you can
0: some do real it. Validity to that, you know. Yeah, we for do, sure. Tend to have some uh, trials when mm-hmm. we're in early recovery at times, you know, and and mm-hmm. sometimes those forge a stronger. Uh, a, a stronger being in recovery uh, because of surviving the tough spots, right? Yeah. I know I had, you know, I can say that for myself. Over some of the, you know, some of the hardest things that I've gone through since I've been sober
2: yeah.
0: are some of the things that have strengthened it. You know, yes. that's the same way you're talking about yeah. this this particular uh, uh, crisis we're in yeah, here in the world right. today. You know, you can I look at it like you said, you know, it's a time where I get to actually uh, a time for growth, not mm-hmm. a time. to Mm -hmm. to to slip backwards or or even stand still.
1: Right. No. And you've been through you've been through some tough times, man. I've seen your dark times, and it's amazing because you have come through strength uh, with strength, which is cool. And one thing I've also learned uh, probably in the last several months is too is I'll sometimes will slip back. You know, just my funk that funk will come a little bit. You know, maybe through disappointment or frustration or something. I'll slip back. I know now though. I know that. I sit in it, I don't worry about it, because I think one of the things that alcoholics and addicts do if they're not healthy is that emotion that hits them is the most important damn emotion that's going on in the world, and is it going to end? I sit in it, I I know it's going to end, and I also know it's going to end quickly because I'm aware, but not just that awareness. I also know that whenever I have maybe a couple days of a backslide, just a little bit, that third day I'm coming out strong. I I, I mean, that growth is wham i've already you know i'm already growing again so those little days like that bud you, you guys uh got to reach out but they're 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 short term
0: yeah man you, know, you know the nerd thing was is that uh in the past we would reach for something to make that go away quickly yes right? i need to do something about it quickly so you know today i can just kind of feel that for a little bit and just be with that yeah that's it and that's stuff it for a little while and know that it will pass in time and know that yeah. it at the same time have the awareness that yeah I also need to take some actions by you know do me well to reach out to somebody and, yes yes uh, maybe, absolutely maybe step up some exercise go for you know yeah. and, and take some action yes. along beside that but I don't have to uh, I don't have to play whack-a-mole with my emotions anymore right. I can I'm allowed to feel my emotions and sit in that for a little bit and just say hey you know uh you know uh I'm not ready to change it at the moment I wanna, yeah
1: it's I, okay man I'm okay i'm yeah. sad right yeah, now. yeah i'm sad, So what so what so what yeah i, I won't
0: be sad So i've heard uh russell brand talk about these emotions that come upon us uh, uh to look at them as visitors mm. you know they're not here to stay
1: no they're not uh
0: they they just come visit once in a while and that's as it goes for happiness too you know you can't stay on that no, yeah, And that emotion 24-7 either, you know. I agree. We have a r- range of emotions yes, to feel. Yes, we do. And, uh, and honestly, you really ought to be feeling a little of all of them. There yeah. ought to be some of that elusive word balance in that department yeah. in one's life also. Because if you're too damn happy all the time, you know, I mean, you watch people that uh, suffer a lot because they'll have some tragedy happen in their life and it doesn't seem to affect them. And it's like, man, you probably might need to, like, grieve that. Yeah,
1: yeah, right.
0: Uh, <laughs> and, and get that emotion out of there, because otherwise you're just—I think—you're stuffing it.
1: Yeah. No, it's—it's a—it's a, it's honestly you—you you come to realize when you start getting healthier that you, you know emotions are a gift. You know they are. Uh, all of them.
0: Yep. Or else you just standing around. Yeah. Like yeah. you're Or you're
2: not, not
1: going to grow. Yeah. And there's no growth. So uh, it's uh, kind of cool when uh, when you start realizing all that. And I know there's a lot of guys in it. That have been a lot longer sober than me that have realized that way long ago and there's people in, out there in the first year that ha- can't understand that but um it's just part of that growth and part of that gift that we do start receiving when we stay in tune with AA. you know the number one the number one thing for me i can always say about AA that i know that's important for me was um i was kind of a little bit of a lone wolf all my life you know and uh, connection, I knew I wanted it, but I didn't know how to achieve it. You know? So I think Spiritual Underground, the blessing that I got from Spiritual Underground was the connection that I was finally able to open up and have a true, deep human connection. Yeah, uh, because I, I and I got I'm going to be very honest with and I know some people are probably listening to this podcast, probably will definitely not agree with me. And I'm OK with that. But, uh, you know, meeting makers make it. Well, that's not true for me because I have been going to meetings. My first meeting was 26 years ago. Right. Yep. And I'd be the first one. I'd be the first one out, you know, last one in, first one out. You know, I didn't want to reach out. I didn't, no connection. You know, I was married, raising kids. You know, that was important. Uh, connecting with other alcoholics, true connection, friends. And I just wasn't. It wasn't important. You know, um, it's three quarters of that battle is that true connection with other alcoholics. I agree. And that's what I had to learn. That the these uh, the, the uh, spiritual underground uh, thing you have at your lo- at the cabin up there, the retreats. The retreats you have, man. That first one. I was probably three months sober mm-hmm. on your first one, right? And uh, and I went up there. I don't know how many guys we had in that circle up there, but that was my first spiritual awakening. It really was. And uh, because I went up there and I cried I, I, because of that that V word, word the vulnerability. You know, I thought, you know what? I'm never going to be able to connect unless I show my true sadness, my true true, uh, loneliness, my true vulnerabilities. And I did to you guys up there. And that reception was incredible. It wasn't like what I thought it would be. You know, it was true connection. And when that retreat ended, and was like I say, I was probably three months sober. First time I couldn't even feel my body, man. It was the strangest feeling. I was floating. And so I know where my first spiritual... uh, um, awakening came from it came from that that actual retreat that day mm. um, because that is connection it's human connection i mean human connection causes oxy- oxytocin yep. right yep. causes some other other uh, other neurotransmitters releases and uh that was the most important thing for me to learn from a wasn't the meetings itself i go when i have to go but it was guys jumping in and getting friends and getting really connected you know yeah, i agree completely it's uh Somehow or
0: another, uh, well, it goes in that, again, I'll refer to that book. It said towards the end of it, it says he will help you create the fellowship you crave. Yeah. And somehow or another, uh, uh, it guided me to building this thing around me. Yeah. Of these people who, uh, who I actually can do that with, you yeah. know. Yeah. And uh, and people came wanted to come play. You know, I've said this too in here that you know, at some base level. I'm really just a 12 year old kid on the playground, wanting not to be picked last on the kickball sure. team. Yeah, you know, I don't need to be picked first either. Right, right. Don't right. leave me over here last. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, exactly. And, and, and so today, I get to I get to I get to play on the kickball team, mm-hmm. and people will come play with me. We do this recovery thing together, mm-hmm. and we're able to be vulnerable with one another. And then you know, even more importantly, like you said, meeting makers do. You know, I understand where that comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has to get, because otherwise, if I don't come to meetings, I don't start getting to know these people who I end up getting to exactly. do something with, right? Exactly. Uh, but for me, it's more on that. You know, today I like this thing that we do out. You know, and even especially more so now that we're not meeting face to face, is that it's important for me, like, to have this face time with you today. Gotcha.
1: Yes. Uh, yes. You know,
0: and uh, the other people that come in the podcast. And I look at that too as like this miracle, similar to the way I have this wood shop and this hobby to do and this mm-hmm. thing out here that whenever I have need a place to lose myself, Higher uh, Power also has given me this vehicle where I don't lose my complete face to face.
1: Gotcha. Connection
0: with guys. Yeah. And uh, and I do still bounce into people. And uh, Don came down with me to the cabin and cut firewood a couple weeks ago. When we spent the night down there. So I'm maintaining, even though we're not in groups right, as large right, as we sure. were. I'm still going to have my retreat next month.
1: Are you on really? May 15th,
0: 16th, and 17th. And those who feel like coming uh-huh. can come. And those who aren't comfortable with it mm
1: that's cool too oh wow i know it's so
0: important though. i just don't want to skip it completely and i know i recognize that it'll yeah. be smaller than it was uh frankly last year with 32 dudes down yeah. there uh was almost to the edge of like where we that's probably growing to the edge of what's reasonable for my facility gotcha uh is uh, getting up into that kind of number, so I'm breaking it back down again like this uh, because ten guys right now are saying they'll be there.
1: Gotcha. Well, I understand that. It's it's weird. It's like uh, because I I know how important that retreat is. That retreat s- saved me. It's what it's what finally said. You know what? I can do this. I I got. I think I got true friends I could do this with. You know that retreat did that. So I know the importance of that retreat. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird time, you know. It's like I, I got mixed emotions. I mean, part of me is like, "Yeah, I'm going, hell yeah!" You know, it's just I, I it's 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 a real weird time, you know. So I, I, I hopefully, I, I yeah. have the uh,
0: and I totally, you know, probably all in all, especially if the weather's nice, you know. From what I understand, like being outside, that virus doesn't really survive hardly at all under sunshine. Uh, if it's on surfaces and stuff, oh, it, it's outside. Is, UV is one of the things. Well, the retreat. I got you. So the UV and adding that fresh air and all that kind of stuff is one of the things that, you know, primarily we don't want to be closed up in groups together. Right, right, Uh, right. You know, and second to that is in big groups. So, you know, they've lowered that down to 10 people now. Yeah. Yeah. but if you go to the park today, right. there will be more than ten people at the park today. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I look, you know I'm going, I mean? so I'm I going see, to, I'm going the like, park. Why but. is
0: that any different than me having I gotcha. fifteen guys down to the cabin where we've got plenty of space? The only little caveat there is the sleeping in a cabin together. Yeah, uh, you would kind of like violate that. Tent, a little bit. Maybe, but yeah. dudes, You know, a lot of people bring chose to be in tents last time around yeah. too. Bring your own tent, guys. And, uh, and hopefully, you know, I know you can carry this thing and not know it, but, you know, hopefully anybody that wasn't feeling well would not come. Right, right. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I am have it. I'm, I'm moving forward with it. And people that don't want to come, you know, again, people are welcome. And, and I wondered about capping it and saying, okay, I'm only going to the mm-hmm. first 15 dudes. I thought about saying the first mm-hmm. 10, but mm-hmm. right now it looks like there's 11. Uh, and I don't want to tell somebody they can't. If they if they're coming, and then we also have some dropouts. Uh, Almost always lose three or four people in the last week before it, for whatever reason, they decide not to come.
1: It's, it's important. It's one of the more, more important things that I've done with Spiritual Underground was that retreat. I mean, yeah. so I know the importance of it. It's just like I said, so, you know, I got mixed emotions, you know, and like a lot of people do about yep. it, you know.
0: Yep, me too, and I know that yeah. has, and I think there's actually some people out there that wish I'd canceled so they wouldn't have to make that decision.
1: Sure, yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah.
0: like almost mad that yeah. I'm having it because yeah. uh, now they got to make a decision
1: on mm-hmm. going or not going. But uh, that, 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 that group like that, you, you know, for somebody that's in their first six months, it's so important, yeah. man. Everybody's had a magical yeah. moment down yeah. there. Not everybody, but people.
0: Every time we have it, there's yeah. people that have some magical moments during that time. Yeah. And I remember
1: yours. I definitely did. Uh, oh, you know, incredible! Man. So Just, every
0: time there's somebody, at least one mm-hmm. person at it has some kind of big, huge shift in their mm-hmm. being that weekend.
1: Yeah, and it's you know, worth I, it, and, isn't yeah, it, yeah. And I was like, yeah. you know,
0: and we say around here, right? We this one kind of cliche. If we can just reach one person, yes, right, then it's right. all worth it. That's right, and that's it's the yeah. same thing when I'm thinking here. You know, if we can just reach one person, um, it's worth
1: doing. Yeah, because you're gonna catch some. You're gonna catch some shit because people are gonna say, "Well, you, you got, you could all die, or you're gonna, you know what I mean." So yeah, you're gonna. I get it. Yep. You're gonna catch. I some prayed sh- hard on this man, okay. and I have. You're gonna, consulted gonna catch some shit. with my
0: higher power, and
1: uh, and uh,
0: you know, uh, my sponsor never tells me what to do. That's just not what happens in this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, he'll listen to these things, so you know he's not terribly happy that I'm doing this right. necessarily. I mean, he right. doesn't agree with it. He leans towards more right. on the safety side. Uh, he does have some uh, things that will put him in that compromising uh, spot too. So I, got that I can understand how those core things will come out to some extent where it will cause you to lean one way or the other on these these issues too. And I think there's some, uh, you know, there's some. Um, Temperament, maybe things that cause you to be one, one way on the lean one way to this than the other. You know, we got all the way out here to people who are quarantined and are never going to leave the house. Sure. Right? Sure. And we got other ones that saying, fuck all the bullshit. I'm having a party. Sure. Right. And then we got yeah. everything in between. Yes, we We're do. On it's America. Spectrum, you know, so Welcome lean to more, America. I'm leaning towards the more fuck that. Mm-hmm. Let's have a party guy. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my sponsor leans more towards on the and side I, of the, I'm in, side in the middle of the, of the uh, uh quarantine kind yeah. of into things and uh i uh i try to stay out of all of it but I, some of it's just pure natural you know and i'm not really the fuck it mm. in the party kind of mm-hmm. thing but i'm on that end of the scale from the middle i gotcha uh and i guess maybe my retreat is a fuck it let's have a party kind of yeah. attitude you know uh, want
1: um, some but anyway
0: you know everybody had to find their way of dealing with this and walking through this and uh that's everything. Uh, some different words have come to me, and I've uh, are, are meaning something different to me today. And it's I've said this on the podcast before, so it starts to being a little bit of a repeat. But when we say we're gonna uh, your own conception, right? Mm-hmm. And we, mm-hmm. when we say that recovery, we primarily we're talking about your own conception of your higher power, your own conception mm-hmm. of God, mm-hmm. God, your understanding, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. You know, I kind of had to grant you that in more places than just that. Mm. Your own conception of how you want to deal with this pandemic.
1: Love and tolerance, man. yeah,
0: your own conception of how you want to do this or do that or how you want to operate in and mm-hmm. what you're doing and um, and you know as long as it's not like uh, you know having a direct impact on me harming me, you know mm-hmm. the obvious mm-hmm. kind of things mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. or harming somebody else, you know, I gotta let you have your own conception of this
1: you're talking about four weeks away too so there's going to be some loosenings and uh, who knows what's going to happen we gotta talk you know yeah and
0: yeah who knows that's who the knows? Thing, yeah know? and uh flip side things mm-hmm. could go to shit and i had to cancel it yeah. now, i've kept that caveat out there with everybody gotcha. you know if things take a turn for the worse and mm-hmm. and things you mm-hmm. know it may end up being that we have to last minute pull the plug mm-hmm, on it too mm-hmm. so i'm open to that also
1: i gotcha you know, yeah I'm not i set I, in on it i'm not like you know dug I, in, we're gonna do it or you know I no matter what yeah because i i mean i'd be a little hesitant at this point. point four weeks from now it might be a little different story you know and uh because i see your point and i see chris's point you know what you i mean too. i'm in the middle man it was a tough decision man i sat yeah.
0: on it for a long time yeah. i mean like a for a good period maybe a month or something mm-hmm. of am thinking about whether if i was going to because uh, what I've been doing mm-hmm. the last few years is try to get about ninety days notice to folks that mm-hmm. this is when it's going to be, uh, you know, so that mm-hmm. way they got plenty of time to mm-hmm. arrange your schedule, sure, sure. and if they want to be there, they can do it. Yeah, and uh, and and that is more than an adequate amount of time to make it yeah. uh, make it to to make something happen that you want to happen, you know. And um, and I was, and I couldn't do it at ninety mm-hmm. days. At ninety days is when this thing was first firing off, mm-hmm. and I was like, at that point, you know, I. Who knew at all what right. this thing was going to do? I really wanted to deny it.
1: Gotcha. I was I a
0: denier. Yeah. And I still think it's uh, blown out of proportion, personally. I think if you didn't have the internet and you didn't have the media and uh, and acting the way they're doing and all that, this wouldn't be half the deal as what it has been because I think they amp it up. They just do. I know. It's no different than when the, we're getting ready to get a snowstorm. Mm the whole goddamn news stations and everything you know we don't have you new know, we don't have weather anymore we have storm team right 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 <laughs> sensational yeah the, they i, I definitely sensationalize say that everything yeah. you know they
1: there's they do i i i know a couple of things i told you i'm pretty ambivalent you know it's kind of where it's left me you know i sure in the hell don't want it and i sure in the hell don't want to give it to anybody but um i'll, I'll give you an example of, of uh, a problem with this okay a friend of mine's a uh, father had two had lung cancer. They gave him two weeks to live. This was four weeks ago. Gave him two weeks. He died last week. Hmm. He made it four weeks. Guess where they put him as a death? COVID nineteen. Did they even test him? Mm-hmm. They tested him. He died of COVID nineteen when they only gave him two weeks to live. Yeah, four right. weeks yeah, ago. So, he so
0: was terminal. Doesn't matter of yeah, how much time. Yes, yes, it's just. He could have went six months. Yes, exactly. could have went. Who knows? You know, miracles happen. So, sometimes. so yeah. So I'm. I know there. But you get label with that. yeah. So yeah. So that, does, that swings the. the so, yeah,
1: stat. Ex-stat. So I, I know. I know that for true. Tr- I know that truly happened. Uh, yeah, Dad had
0: a friend is 94 that died the other day, from, and it's he contracted COVID. Mm. You know, but 94. Yeah, 94. So. Right. It,
1: <laughs> I know. It's weird, man. It is. It's a different. It's just. Uh, it's just a time that. Uh, I mean, we. Did we ever think we did, we'd, uh, we'd. 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 through times when this. The best thing. There's two things that I think that. That three things actually that's going to be great from this. One is, we're not going to. Please don't rely on China for medicine and some of our major products. Okay, don't do that anymore. Two, people are going to be more awakened, and I don't think material things and money things on 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 a lot of people. There's going to be a shift there um um three yeah three damn it i was rolling i'll come back to that yeah one of the
0: things that i really warmed my heart about this is that like, like i come home from working yesterday um and uh i was coming down this dead end street and the bottom end of the street was full of kids on bicycles and skateboards and scooters and uh, and and I haven't seen that in a long time. I uh,
1: know. The kids have been different. Kids have been different.
0: parents are out in the street yeah. with them, you know, and here's kids. Because, like, I grew up riding in my bicycle all around this neighborhood, man. And we were always out and about, you know. Uh, I get I remember being a little kid. I'd get a new bike. I'd get up in my driveway. It's got that slope.
2: Yeah, yeah. Come out of there, there and go
0: are. down to the yeah. end, turn around, come back up to the top of the slope. And then yeah. park for a minute and then do it again. And yeah. who knows how many times I did that some days. Yeah. And so I'm pulling down the street, you know, and two bikes come flying down my driveway. Yeah. That's good to see. Little kids are using my heel to
1: get it going. I see there was some and, kids. Uh, and
0: that, my mm. street's been a ghost town for years.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've seen that myself. The kids are a, old
0: people yeah. walking. You know, out for a stroll, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. But you didn't see kids out on bikes.
1: Yeah. No, you didn't. No, it's that's kids are kids are one of the things that I'm really noticing a difference in and a respect towards older people. I mean, really, I'm, I'm 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 definitely seeing that. But the third thing, and this is a little more morbid. Sorry, I'm going here and probably is a podcast. But if there ever was a um, a biological attack, I think we're more prepared for it. Finally, yeah. We are. yeah.
0: And we're more prepared for the next time one of these happens, yeah. you know. I mean, it, you know, uh, it is also that this is not the first one. You know, we've had this before. Yeah. Not in our lifetime, or not in my lifetime, anyway. Uh, I heard somebody say there was a pretty bad one in like 68, 69.
1: Yeah, there was a flu epidemic then, yeah.
0: And uh, that, that took a lot of people and, yeah. and made a lot more people sick. Yeah. And, uh, so this is I not lived like through that new. One. Yeah, I made it through that uh, one. Uh, so, yeah, there'll be some, I, don't, I guess it's another uh, new pair of glasses kind of thing from recovery is that I just believe that there's some, uh, that there's always some sunshine behind, yeah. behind behind that cloud. There's always a silver lighting. There's yeah. always something, there's always good to be coming from something yeah. even when it looks like look at a white horse story by, by Bob Earl. And I think it's actually just an ancient parable kind of thing about the guy who's gets the white, has the beautiful white horse and everybody wants to buy it and the King wants to buy it and everybody's in the village is talking about how lucky he is and how great it is that he has his white horse. And he says, I don't know if it's good that I have this horse. I don't know. I just, all I know is I have this horse and the horse runs off and the villagers come and they say, Hey, it's terrible. I hate that your horse ran away. Mm. This is the worst thing could happen. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Mm. You were right. It wasn't good that you had the horse Mm. because now it's ran away. And he said, I don't know that it's bad that this horse ran away. He said, all I know is that I once had a horse and it ran away. Mm. And so the horse comes back and brings six more horses just like it. Mm. And he's training the horses and the villagers come around and they go, oh, it was, it was great, you were right. Mm. It wasn't a bad thing that the horse ran away. Look, it brought you six new ones. And so him and his son are training and breaking the horses, and the son falls off of one of the horses and breaks his legs. And, well, during that, the man said, I don't know that it's good that all these horses came back. Mm-hmm. All I know is that I had a horse and ran away, and it came back and brought more. Mm-hmm. And so then the son falls off the horse and breaks his leg. Uh, the villagers come and say, you were right. It wasn't good that you got these horses. You were right. Your son fell off and broke his leg. It's terrible. I don't know that it's terrible. Yeah. And so what ends up being at the end of the story is that the, they come around, to, the country comes around to round up uh, able young men to take them off to war mm-hmm. and a war that they against a superior force that they knew they were going wouldn't be mm-hmm. able to win. Mm-hmm. And his son is recuperating from broken legs, and he got left at home and didn't have to go to this or to die.
1: Gotcha. You know, and the thing is, yeah, that like you, that.
0: Bob Earl says, you know, it's the judgment, you know, to yeah. judge these things as good or bad and assign that to them, you know. What the hell do I know, right? Right, right, yeah.
1: Yeah, is there any absolute truths, you know? Right, yeah. So,
0: you know, this there'll be some good that comes off yeah. of this, and you just named a few, and there's probably an endless amount of good that comes off of it because yeah. we're better prepared for the next time just, that this something similar happens or even anything in the realm of it. and uh, And I think it'll bring us... It seems that the universe has some kind of reset button every once in a while that ends up having to happen. Uh, I think wars do it. Mm-hmm. Wars look Qu- awful, don't they? Yeah, they do, yeah. Uh, but war, like World War II, brought this country together like nothing else, right? Right, right. Some I uh, agree with that. 9 11, awful, you know. The, but our mm-hmm. country came together like never before mm-hmm. in 9 yeah. 11, you know, in yeah. oh, the aftermath of that. You know, so every time some kind of thing seems to have, you know, uh, Hell, it happens in our own lives, right? Our own bottoms are that, right? Sure. Our own bottoms on drug and alcohol is exactly that. A huge, big tragedy that looks mm-hmm. like, t- you know, everybody watching us, it looks like 9 11 on a personal level, right? This dude for is sure. crashing and mm-hmm. burning. Mm-hmm. And turns out that, you know, it, it, at some point it ends up being a turning point for our lives that we, you know, we i have a word i'm trying to say okay but we're just fantastically better after mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, as yeah. a result of this bottom
1: yes i like the way you think because i i, I i'm at that point too i think something good is going to come out of this I, I i know it has for me already because guess what i was wanting to grow you know maybe somebody needs to want to grow and they're yeah. going to grow during this time uh, but you know another thing i was thinking about when you're telling me a story because i like i love that story um, in this thing of, with uh, attachment or what we're attached to mm-hmm. you know because i know i'm not a buddhist of any any stretch of the imagination but one of the uh, buddhist really doctors yeah attachment to desire and i, I can i can uh, do that with alcoholism and drug addiction in sobriety i started seeing what image i was attached to of myself how i was ta- how I, the attachment that I, I have had since i you know since i was a kid you know i was subconscious you know you got these own these uh these uh, things have been with us all our lives and these certain attachments that are really bad for you they're not they're you know I'm talking about maybe an attachment to uh, sexual desire you know the way you have grown up anything any of these attachments that are unhealthy that we have attachment of our image or what we think of what we're supposed to be how we're supposed to look um, but that the story house just, I
0: own, the girl I have on my arm the car
2: yeah
1: I drive, yeah cause. these attachments and uh the, the those those are all melt away and I'm thinking that in this covid 19 uh crisis the attachment's going to start looking different and i think that's where our growth is going to come from at least i hope so yeah. um but you start peeling away that onion man and it's like i say i start seeing this attachment of my image like I'm, my fear I'm, i don't look good enough i'm having this attachment it's just a weird attachments that you'll recognize in yourself that until you recognize those weird attachments you've got to self you can't free yourself you know,
0: yep, and that, you know there's things that will block me from doing that as yeah. I start that whole peeling the onion theory. Yeah, man, that I will never see this here as long as this is standing in the way. That's right. Know? And I didn't know that I need to work on what's behind that. Right, I know. But I work on what looks like in front of it, and then I. Peel that back, and then I see this other thing. Go, oh wow! Yeah. There's that, you know, and that that's really a never-ending story. I guess you could, you know, maybe maybe those people like the Dalai Lama, maybe or you know some of these people like Gandhi mm-hmm. and some of these other uh, Martin Luther King, maybe and these other kind of people who have uh, transcended that. Maybe they made right. it to that right. level. Uh, there probably be still
1: another peel of onions. in Yeah, there for sure. Can, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that's a gift. I think that's the that's the thing. Of what my journey is is whether I you know I got three years or I got thirty years or whatever I have. It, it's it's to, to never stop growing, you know, and to uh, continue. Yeah, to continue that growth because we 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 easily backslide. I mean, it's just it's part of your human being for yep. heaven's sakes, and that's so you're going to backslide. But how quick you. Get aware of that and get yourself out of it. But yeah, number awareness, too. yeah, that awareness. Oh, I always talk about awareness, how important awareness is, and uh, the right awareness, mm-hmm. you know. Of uh, but, but, but it all comes down to what we where we where we started, you know. About um, the true gift of this is to be who you are meant to be, you know, the the true you, you know, the 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 life that was meant to be, that was meant to be the person you were meant to be to be genuine to be be yeah in integrity to
0: be uh uh, have some consistency around my life Mm. where i'm the same Mm. dude no matter where i'm at Uh, put off the masks and just wear the one that is dan
1: yeah absolutely man absolutely and uh that's the gift that i'm starting to see in these last it took me two and a half years just to get to this point you know these last three months um that's what's all of a sudden. Uh, all these things were shed. All these attachments were shed. All this way I looked at life, way I looked at women, the way I looked at myself. All of a sudden, I'm starting to see who this, who this, this guy is. Who he really, truly is, you know. And uh,
0: so what? Did, what? So let's just get around to what, what, what was the shift that made you do this? What happened? I know we got a lot of because we can fill in the blanks between yeah. when you were in your early twenties and now, if you want right, to. Right. I mean, I'm more than happy. I sit here and think about. There was a couple times in my head I was wanting to take you back to where you left off in your mm-hmm, story, mm-hmm. but there was also something else that said, "No, don't do that. Just shut Just up and let go. Let this go where yeah. it goes. Yeah, don't try to drive it." But I do want to because you've mentioned it a couple times here about <clears throat> something shifting in your being in the last few months.
1: Well, I tell you what. I tell you probably the most important thing is is. Um, You know with with ego consciousness for example uh my ego i I, I, we hit on shame earlier right i had the i had the shame pridey. that's where my ego was it was shame that i'm not good enough and i had this pride well you know what i i think i'm better
2: Mm mm-hmm
1: I couldn't ever balance those two, man. Okay, yeah. and uh, and so I, I was always in protection mode, man. If you got shame and you got that pride, what's it going to be? There's going to be this huge, thick chain connecting the two, right? That's what was there. That's that was my that was me protection. So I always built this wall. Um, so when I when I, 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 this awareness starts coming into me, of course I've learned why but uh a lot of my shit was uh is almost i hate to say narcissistic i hate to say that word you know but it's so Mm self-centered you know which is self-centeredness is root of all one of our one of the things the books talks about probably number one you know but it was that self-centered um all life my life was designed to either make my life softer gentler easier right Or, or or better every everybody was in my life everything was in my life was about my mind thinking okay how am i going to rearrange this for the for my advantage either a softer gentler way or to my advantage um you start recognizing uh that self-centeredness some of mine was went over to narcissism because i was so um you know i was i I was i i I was image oriented which was you know i didn't think i was good good enough i I think i think sometimes i think i'm better you know so it was just all this fake bullshit You know, uh, until I was like, you know what, man, you know, just you're going to just be yourself. You're just going to accept yourself and you're just going to you're going to just let let fucking go, you know. And somebody doesn't like you. They don't like you. Somebody does like you. They do like you. And uh, and I let go of all that self-centered attachment. You know, I did, man, and I could, and it just was like I say. The, the you asked what was the catalyst of all this? The catalyst yeah, was sobriety. Yeah. I
0: mean, but too, you know, just going back a few months because I know that you know one of the things I've noticed about you is you've you, you'll be around pretty active for a while. Uh, and then I won't see you for a little while. That's work. And uh, and then uh-huh. and then 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 you're back usually, and when you're back, you're back with like a fervor kind of thing almost. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you know, you come blasting in. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and that's
1: I, the bad part. I, I travel for my job. I travel, man. I travel every week. I leave Sunday nights or Monday mornings, and I don't get back till Friday mornings. That is that has been a battle that I got to look at, you know. Because yeah. we we heard a guy uh, on the we heard a guy who talked the other day in our Tuesday night spiritual underground Zoom uh, was talking about his job and how Chris was telling, him, well, you might want to look at if that job's eating your lunch. You might want to look at that, yep. you know, and. Uh, Mine's not eating my lunch, but mine's causing me to miss out on all the beautiful people that I love. Who, who I When I walked in Spiritual Underground, I was like, I'm home. I'm freaking home, you know. And so I might have to look at that because I'm gone every week. A, and if I go to a meeting, maybe in West Virginia, Ohio, or something like that, it's just not the same because that connection's not there that I had with you guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's the only heard reason why. It's
0: all over the world, but that's one of the reasons. <clears throat>
1: and I think that's the reason behind the
0: home group concept is that yeah. you get plugged in with some people and you begin to build relationships, uh, deep, meaningful relationships mm-hmm. with a group because you can't. I know. Uh, when i was early I, I did this little thing where i was mm-hmm. like going to i would tell you that i was going to lots of meetings and plus people told me to do that right go to mm-hmm. lots of different meetings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh well what i i think at some level what i was doing was uh that allowed me to not get close to anybody because mm-hmm. i could always be with a different group and i could tell you i'm going to lots of different meetings and that sounded like a dude who was really uh trying to stay sober and, and doing what he's supposed to be doing if you looked at my meeting sheet if I had one mm-hmm. it would have a lot of different meetings on it but that but I never would stay at the same place yeah. and allow people to get to see me and know me right I did that uh, Now I had a couple there's an exception to that I did have some solid ones that I was doing but I know that some of that was bouncing was uh, was, was not uh, not allow myself to be seen. I like think somebody else said that. The definition yeah. of intimacy is me being me and me letting you see me. Right, right, for
1: sure. Yeah, you vulnerable too. You know, vulnerability is part of letting yeah. me, letting right. you see me. Right. Vulnerability is freaking key to growth, man. Yeah. But it's it's funny how you know because I, I, I'm I'm telling you my first AA meeting probably was 26 years ago, which is sad. It's a sad truth. Uh, you know, in and out relapse. And, and I've had a couple years of sobriety without work, without go- – I had two years of sobriety without going to meetings, you know, in my past, you know. and uh, um, But it's funny how you find a group that you're like, damn, I can connect with these guys. And there's some meetings I, I get in and I, I've, for whatever reason, just feel like I couldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny how – but uh, that home group's important because of that. And you're you're dead on about that. That's what the key to that home group is: to being accountable and, and just getting everybody deeper deep friendships. You know, you know.
0: Yep, doing uh, things outside the rooms, getting to know each other. It's you know, one of the yeah. things that I always try to. Uh, you know, one of the things I'm going to go down to cabin for a few days, and uh, it's turkey season starts Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I go down Tuesday night, stay to Sunday, and one of the things that I've always tell my. Uh, people I'm working mm-hmm. with you know is this is a, this is an opportunity to expand your support system. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not mm-hmm. your only person and when I'm out of pocket down there with no cell service I would suggest that you call some people that you don't normally call right and uh, you know and I always give them the opener you know hey tell them I told you to do that mm-hmm. you know if you don't know what to say when you yeah. call them you know you don't have to none say well uh, hey I'm to tell you the truth my sponsor downtown. And he said, I should call some people I don't normally talk to.
1: Gotcha. Okay, so (laughs) beautiful.
0: I said, I'm sure that, you know, because that's enough. I mean, you know, somebody calls you and says that, you know, uh, know, somebody calls you from recovery, you're going to be open to it. We always think we're bothering people, right? Yes, we do. We do. Yeah. See, so, I'll, I'll to expand that support
2: net, you yeah, know, and I'll,
0: I'll, I need to have a core support group, and it can really only be so big, right? Because I can only really manage so much. It, of that that absolutely, and like at one point, and I to yeah. give that energy to those people. Yeah. Uh, frankly, today that turn generally winds up being as much as anything my my people I'm working with, the people mm. I'm sponsoring. Mm. Gotcha. I uh, Sponsor a lot of people, and and, <clears> and, <throat> and the, but there's also some people around like Shane, and obviously <laughs> my sponsor. Right. And uh, certain other people that I uh, that I stay close and tight to, uh. but on the flip side of that is is also to have a big, broad, wide net too. I gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then maybe I'm not just as close with
1: all of them. Okay. Right, right. We're, yeah, yeah. You're just na- it's natural. You're going closer to others that, and. I want
2: that just... net
0: to be as wide and as broad mm-hmm. and as deep as I can possibly get it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so that if I am on the tight wire and begin to fall. Yeah. Uh, I want a really nice safety net.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause what, you know, we're, this is all about man, uh, making a, making you as a human being to be able to shine that light and for others to see that light, yeah, you know, it it's, it's what it's all about. And uh, I think that's what life is. Yeah. It's what life is. And, it's uh, having
0: a, yeah. you know, it's the Joseph Campbell's hero's journey thing. It's having yeah, a, yeah. having a, a struggle in our lives that we overcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we we persevere, mm-hmm. and then we go back and we show other people who are having the same problem
2: mm-hmm.
0: how you made it through.
1: Yeah, I love Joseph Campbell, man. He's one of my
0: favorite. You know. Uh. You haven't thought, watched that movie Finding Joe? Yeah. Anybody out there mm-hmm. on the world mm-hmm. in this thing? Listen to this. Finding Joe is what it's called. Right. I think uh, it's a little bit hard to find. It's not just everywhere. But t- it's a movie, and it's a uh, jo- it's about Joseph Campbell, and it's this it. is
1: about his story. No. Oh. Okay.
0: No, it's just a, it's just a, it's a, I don't know how to put it, it's, I don't know what it would be labeled as, but it kind of, uh, it's a self, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, what did you say earlier about inner, uh, you were saying rumination and inner,
1: Self. Oh. or self- self-reflection
0: yeah it's kind of a thing a movie it was mm. a show that will ma- that will cause you to reflect on yourself gotcha. and where you're at and it also it surrounds around it's just wrapped all around joseph campbell's thoughts on how it's got a lot of people at deepak Chopra's uh, talks in it and, uh, mm. and it's got a lot of other people that are like uh uh you know will be considered spiritual guides what's that title world?
1: again is i definitely joe finding joe because i i i you'd like it okay. i've watched it a number of times Big watched the time I watched, it
0: was a yoga teacher training that okay. introduced me to it we had movie night one night mm-hmm. we sit down and watch mm-hmm. that and i loved it so much i came home and found it and watched it again that night okay cool yeah in that group oh, yeah. i felt a little distracted people were ordering pizzas and doing other mm-hmm. kind of stuff you know and i was, mm-hmm. ended up finding myself getting a little distracted and i probably watched it a number of times since okay.
1: fascinating that. man and uh there's a there's a youtube thing with joseph campbell that he was um a guy named bill moyers was a reporter back in the 80s and bill morris before he died it, joseph campbell died in 83 uh before right maybe a year before he died uh moore did a series of interviews with him oh, and really? his talks and he talking about a fascinating oh, man yeah a yeah. so bill moore's and joseph campbell you know yeah because uh he's uh he's uh it's story you know i i just love it you know he's he was so fascinated with story you know mythological stories and right. but the prop the thing about what he says though is how those mythological stories are everyday stories in human beings you know what I mean? Everyday life. They're parables. Yeah. Like. yeah, yeah, that's all it is. And it's kind of cool. Same as things
0: about, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what, and I really do like that. That allowed me to start listening to the Bible stories and some other things that I would have said, to, you know, that I poo pooed because it sure. couldn't be real, right? Right, right. right. Amen. Yeah, Amen, man. Yeah. But I will just, you know, and I think of one, of the, one of the other ones is, is you know, but uh, I will not say a thing about, like, reading Pinocchio to my kids. Yeah, good. You know, and they yeah. don't go, uh, we all ain't yeah, sitting around yeah. going, that shit ain't real. Right, right, you know? right, 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 <laughs> exactly. right, right, yeah. uh, and, and I love it. Uh, yeah. Like uh, one of my favorite mm-hmm. things, another one, one that made that hit home was listening to uh, Jordan Peterson and explain like mm-hmm. the archetypes inside of like those things. Like Pinocchio yeah. and Geppetto yeah, wishing yeah. upon a star and right. the significance of that reaching up and wishing up there and, and asking mm-hmm. something to help yeah. him and how what he wanted to do, he's, he wanted his uh, creation here to have a voice. Yeah, it's, that's know? yeah I liked it yeah and, that's why you look the, at these it. these underlying things and if you look in he doing stu- he's doing mm-hmm. stuff on the biblical mm-hmm. stuff too yeah and he's just getting ready to start another. Jordan Peterson's getting ready to start another series on his interpretation of the biblical stories, and I love to listen yeah, to that.
1: Yeah, I would listen to that because, I, I, I first of all, I know as the Bible is, is stories. That's yeah. what it is. Uh, but you to know, teach you something. But it's to teach you something. And, you and cannot. that you know. what
0: every story and every yeah. – isn't that the way we do things? Yes, All yes. the stories in the back of that book while yeah. we're sitting here doing this, right? Like life Everything is story. Is wrapped up about – that's yeah. how we tell people. That's how we teach right. people and show is by the – the art of storytelling
1: that's joe and that's joseph campbell's foundation when you all if if you watch that movie which i will watch that movie if you watch those those uh, old uh interviews that's what joseph campbell's
0: interesting how we will put some bias on certain ones you know and reject them out of hand because they you know for whatever you know so frankly from some faulty teaching that we our little person our little kid inside rejected some way sure. or another. Well, I
1: told or you earlier way. where where I je- rejected yeah. what, fourth or fifth, sixth grade when they said God was made in man's image. Oh, come on. I know there's not a man up there in that sky. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so I rejected things like that. But the thing and that if
0: he was up there, yeah. the other thing taught me was he was keeping score and I knew I already yeah. crossed the line. Right. Right. There was no, <laughs> <right>. you know, <laughs> right. fuck it now, right? It right, right. Catch sure. out of the bag might as well play.
1: Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. That's what the only, that's why the, the gift of uh, having your own higher your, your own conception of a higher power is so important, you know, beautiful. Yeah.
0: I but got you, touched last night. I want to just hit on this. There's a guy I watch on YouTube and he does a chain. He's basically an arborist. and He does a lot of stuff with chainsaws and axes and stuff. And he's wilder than hell and he, and he's fun and he acts goofy and he's got a lot, a lot of followers. Uh, uh, and I can't even remember what it was. I think it's like Buck and Billy Ray or something. And you watch this guy for a little bit and there's something interesting about him. But this morning I, I think last night or something, I watched one, and he started going down the path of what we're talking about, mm-hmm. this kind of thing. And he mm-hmm. said, "Look, I get up in the morning and hit my knees." And he said, and "I worship what I my the uh, my way of thinking mm-hmm. about this is simply love,
2: mm-hmm. love." And that.
0: I invite love to follow me all day today mm-hmm. and to help guide me in my actions. Wow! And, uh, and he said, "Some of y'all may say God, some of mm-hmm. y'all may say some other right. things. I just simply say love." Oh, and, uh, and he's talking about, mm-hmm. you know, and he said, and it don't matter what you call it, it doesn't have any idea. Yeah. But if you can get with this thing that's mm-hmm. actually working, this, this universal force out there, if you can get in alignment with mm-hmm.
2: it mm-hmm.
0: and carry it and actually begin to rely on it. You're going to watch it carry you places you never thought you could go. Mm. And that was just like last night, mm. and I'm sitting there listening to this guy that I just was watching because he sharpens chainsaws and axes and mm-hmm. repairs axe handles and stuff like this, and I it and, and seems to be relatively – cuts out and learning how to better cut down a tree. Mm-hmm. And then he comes off with that. Gotcha. Know, huh. So uh, well, it, there was something about this whole thing. I was drawn to something yeah. else.
1: Oh yeah, that's not just how to sharpen an axe. That's the cool thing. That that's the secret. That okay. Now you're hitting upon it in AA and sobriety when you're truly open minded. You're doing what you're supposed to do. You're growing like hell. There it lies a secret, a weird secret of this of uh, of things happening for a reason. You know, coming coming. Some people call it like. uh, synchronicities and stuff like that and you start really seeing it really seeing it happen mm. and you are know whoa 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 there's something to this man uh yeah when you it, get to play
0: witness st- to that stuff yeah
1: you start playing witness to it and uh it's a that's a it's just uh, so many gifts man so many gifts and teaching that to other people that's another one of the things that my sponsor mm-hmm.
0: taught me mm-hmm. you know, that's that whole concept behind a new pair of glasses in recovery that mm-hmm. i start seeing things in a different way right yeah, right and uh and my perception that's another thing we say right 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 disease of perception it's how i'm perceiving things it goes right back to that old judgment thing and that bob earl story of the horses
2: yeah yeah uh, absolutely
0: perceiving this stuff so now not only when i see this stuff and being able to like see this stuff that was happening in my life that i thought were coincidences Mm -hmm. and realizing hey uh uh-uh that's one of those ones that happen, and, you know. And I had to be taught to do that, right? Yeah. Because my default position is to judge that stuff as either something less than what it really is, right? Absolutely. It's a raise my awareness, mm-hmm. and I can start seeing things in another way we- level, whether or not, Greg, if that's true or not. For right. Honest, you know, I could be fucking nuts. <laughs> you know, I could be fucking nuts thinking some of the things that I'm thinking are miracles, sure. and the things and right, a lot of people right. want to discount that. Fact is, it just keeps on happening. So why in the world wouldn't you continue to that's operate beautiful. on that
1: level, right? That's beautiful. Beautifully said. Yeah. Yeah. And so then
0: to also then start telling yeah. my guys that I'm working with and people that when there's something like that happens and they're telling me some story and I can go, you know what that is, don't you? And they're like, well, oh, you know, I, the horse ran away. What do you mean?
2: You know, right. No,
0: nah, right. man, that horse is going to bring back more horses. Yeah. Uh, did you see? Well, do you understand yeah. how big a miracle it is that your daughter is sitting doing this with you now when not so long ago
2: hmm.
0: that had never happened? Mm-hmm you know and be able to point out these little things of these these things that mm-hmm. happen in somebody's life and then before long they start bringing them to you because they become starting to have their own pair that's of glasses right. now that's right and they're that's going to right. never guess what happened to me right. today
1: right yeah right that's that was a uh, that was the gift that uh, another <clears throat> gift shane gave me you know how he was you know he was seeing he said oh my god that that's there for a reason and i just didn't believe that i didn't believe it you know and you start watching people you know they believe it. Yeah. And you're like, Well, oh, Jesus Christ, I don't want to miss out on that. <laughs> yeah, I think that some of that is a little bit
0: like that. It's not happening for me, so therefore yeah. I will reject yeah. it for you. Yeah. But it's probably the fact of the matter yeah. is, well that it may not be happening for you, then again,
1: maybe you don't have a teacher that helps you be aware of that right. it's happening. So you don't think it's happening right. for you. Right, exactly, exactly. Absolutely, man. Couldn't have said it better. And it's it's that is a, a that is a deeper gift. That comes from all this is what we're talking about now, because yeah. you can't is it five senses you can't you know you can't see it you can't smell it you can't taste it yeah. you can't hear it and uh, and some people like without those five senses they don't care it's just not it's not happening you know yeah. but damn it there's a there's a there's a level there that uh that I know exists now you know exists now, yep. you know and that's uh you
2: know
0: this this place this wood shop here was mm-hmm. built for me, I have very little money in this it was gifted mm-hmm. to me essentially mm-hmm. you know. And one thing is I reject gifts, right, right? Right. My first initial thing is, no, you don't have to do that. I don't, no, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I, don't I don't need your charity, whatever, whichever where I want to hang it right. on instead of being allowed a loud right. gift come in my yeah. life. Uh, the cabin down I talk about that, it hits me lately. You know, that 20 years ago we built that thing. I had no idea what Higher Power was doing 20 years ago when he was doing that. Turns out he was creating a place where dudes like couldn't have those experiences like you were talking about a minute ago where I get to take somebody go down and do fifth step work with, you know? Uh, you know best i can tell here 20 years ago god had me my dad my brother build a cabin so that we can use it to help other people recover from drugs and alcohol
2: yeah yeah
1: you know yeah it's 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 uh, for 20 years it looked like a hunting yeah, cabin yeah <laughs> right 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 that's see uh
0: that's you know and i didn't know i didn't yeah, you know and that's one of the yeah, ones where yeah. just woke up to me one day that one day i was actually sharing a meeting and that popped uh, out uh, i had no idea what god was doing yeah. 20 years ago when we built that right cabin. And look what i get to do with it today what what i've been gifted with yeah. and you know the never one of the things like you know the goes right along with that you know if higher power truly mm-hmm. has and mm-hmm. if i really do believe that these gifts are coming to you and i my other friends mm-hmm. or our other friends because as a result of this mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. not share this stuff is actually somewhat spitting in the face of that higher power right to i agree me, you know i'm i'm handed a mm-hmm. gift you know yeah you are and then i'm not i'm yeah. gonna stick it in my back pocket and don't show nobody and don't share it with anybody All Right. Right? right. Yeah. That, that's not no, what we're no. It's asked not. To no. Uh, seeing some here is to pick up these gifts and use them to 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 be you know a maximum service to our higher power and our fellows.
1: Somebody's listening to you today, and you're you're convinced. You know, like you said, I, I love what you said earlier, and uh, so you might have a chance to to say, well, somebody, well, maybe, well, it haven't happened to me, but damn, I do want it to happen to me though, yeah. and so to just kind of get that open minded. But yeah, I'd like to have some of that. Yeah, I'd i like think. to have some of that, because you do want yeah, some of yeah, that. Yeah.
3: But it ain't possible for me. No, you know, somebody no,
0: was yeah, coming around recovery yeah. early on, you know. Yeah, these other people are getting it, but that can't happen yeah. for me. Oh,
1: i was like that hey, for two years. Yeah. So variety. Yeah. yeah. so yes. yeah, I
0: tell people the opposite, man. That's what, you know, because I get topped up on when I'm giving mm-hmm. this thing away, and I think that's part of what I'm supposed to do.
1: Yeah, you are, Create
0: man. It's an enthusiasm,
1: yeah. because if yeah. this
0: is not something that looks appetizing, yeah. why would you want it?
1: Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, exactly, and you are. I you got to make it
0: look like it's going to taste good. Yeah, you
1: do a good job of that too. <laughs> by the way, You uh, you'll have to yeah. try no. that,
0: right? Right, I mean, it's true in my life. It is, you know.
2: Mm-hmm. Anybody
0: wants to like, you know, I have one thing I do have is I have a sponsor who's been with me from get go. Right. You know, from this past five years, from when the miracle happened for me, mm-hmm. and he can testify to these things that are occurred in my life. Yeah. You'll have other people that can testify that these things are have occurred. You know, right. so if you need some more proof other than my lips mm-hmm. running talking about it, because I can't sit here on a podcast and tell you something happened didn't happen, right? Right. I mean that that, that would be against every spiritual principle I ever have would to sit here and start making shit up. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, This Uh, for sure. Yeah.
0: And and the fact is, is that, you know, and and that's that's the other gift is to say to people, you know, uh, as you're working with them that, yeah, man, this is going to happen for you, you know, Mm -hmm. because in the beginning, right, you're all bothered. You're pointing your fingers outside every Mm -hmm. place. It's that fault, that work, wife, kids, you know, Mm -hmm. world's against me.
2: Right. Everything
0: is outside. Right. That's also the fundamental teaching of uh, spiritual growth from the beginning of time is that it's not all that shit that's outside that the deal is, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is once I healed my insides mm-hmm. and took this thing on the inside, mm-hmm. this is the inside job, mm-hmm. uh, those things really didn't change. Those outer things really didn't change. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, here's another fundamental uh, premise is that I can't change that stuff, right? I'm powerless to change these things gotcha. outside, sure. right? She is not going to change. He is not going to change. Work is not going to change. Mm -hmm. Uh, All that ain't gonna None of that is going to change. So if if, if I actually am dependent upon those things changing, I am fucked. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Uh, Because that's not. But what happens is is I work on myself and I do this other stuff where I actually change, right? Right. And then when I change... That shit don't bother me no more. No, it's just it's not. You're, <laughs> amen,
1: I, amen again, man. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, because that's where I'm at. That's uh, you know, it took me a while. We're so to focused that. on that outer
0: shit, you know, yeah. and that's the thing. It's a common thing. It's a deal mm-hmm. that we work with every time when you get somebody new and you're working with them. And again, there's nothing more fulfilling in my world today, mm-hmm. in my life today, than to help somebody else recover from this thing and to the pass these twelve step tools along to other people. But it does get a little exhausting at times to well, listen yeah. to this.
1: Uh, I understand complaining man.
0: about the outside world going just hang on yeah just do yeah. this work everything's gonna be okay mm-hmm. it's gonna get better just do this work
1: yeah because you were there you were there at one
0: time yeah and My I sponsor, was there I to do the same thing yeah bring me keep on bringing me back yeah. let's just do this yeah let's, where are you at on your four step yeah.
1: you know right. where you at on here you, you yeah. know
0: just bring them back to the work yeah. just just do that
1: yeah. And then, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good sponsor like that. That's what it's all about. Just kind of a very great one model for me, yeah. you know, uh,
0: everything, the a the gift, if I didn't use that, yeah, uh, I agree a little disrespectful.
1: Yeah. But you know, it's like, um, through all this, we were talking about Joe Campbell's story, you know, through all this, you know, as a, as an alcoholic and addict who's still struggling or someone who's got close, you know, don't have a whole lot of sobriety, that story could be anything. Your story could be anything. You could change anything if you stay sober and go about it the right way. Yep. Your whole story'll change. I couldn't imagine. I I was meant to have wait till I was fifty six for all this started happening, right? So what? Yeah, better late than never. But you got guys who are trying at a young age, which are it's which is tougher. The story you can rewrite your whole story. You can. It's uh,
0: wow. I, mean, I never thought. You know, I mean. Uh... I really thought I'd be working for the same place all my life. And when that be it, you know, and as my sponsor, one of those things when my sponsor was telling me some stuff early on, which I still, you know, use today too when I'm working with somebody that don't get too attached to that. Because when you get this recovery thing in, under your feet, right. you might find out you don't actually like that. That's, shit. that's a
1: definite. And that's exactly true, what happened to true, me, man. Yeah. It's
0: like, yeah, you know, this is not working for me anymore. Right. And, but I still couldn't turn loose of that. Right. Right. I will say it this way. A smart man would say, yeah, fuck that. I quit. <laughs> right? But I couldn't do that. No. I just hung on to that security right. post because I needed that, right? Right. And I would tell you, I got bills to pay. I got, you know, I can't, you know, whatever. Well, higher power said, okay, enough of that, and ripped me off of that damn security post and said, wow. yeah, that is not what you're going right. to do. Right.
1: That's right. It wasn't your decision. I
0: tried to tap you on the shoulder yeah, and tell yeah. you well, you didn't like yeah. it anymore, but you wouldn't listen. Yeah. So it's a so uh, boom and ripped it off like the ripping of the band aid kind of thing, you know, but then it also gave me a soft landing and said, Oh yeah, a long, even though I'm ripping you off that right. They're going to give you a good severance, and they're going to pay for your insurance for a while. Yeah, so yeah. that you can get something else going
1: because you can be your true self. Yeah. Who and
0: what, now who I get you to want do to be? This thing, which actually yeah. ends up being mm-hmm. where with this yeah. current gig, you know, I get to drive my own life. Mm-hmm. I get to do things I actually truly do enjoy. I like working right. with my hands and fixing shit. I like coming out That's here awesome. in the shop and putting stuff and making mm-hmm. things. And uh, and and I get to drive my own schedule. Therefore, it gives me the availability mm-hmm. to help people. Mm-hmm. Do this thing at at, at a little, at a more flexible, with more flexibility in my life to to to, to do it according to how other people's availability lands. You're the driver, brother. Yeah, and you know, Mm -hmm. so you look at all those. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. You look at how all those things play out in your life, and you start putting that together, and you got somebody in your
1: life that helps you see it. Yeah. Uh,
0: And the same thing will happen for you, right?
1: The crazy thing, right? When you look at your life, and and, in my life too, for example, and where you're at right now three or four years ago something happened it's triggered something happened here something triggered to happen something here yeah. something so it's all connected, guys that's right. what so that's what you start seeing you know there's that connection
0: Yep, yeah. how that happened in order yeah. to make
2: yeah, this how, how that were, yeah. yeah. seven
1: yeah. years ago that had to happen to make this happen oh whoa oh, what is that man right. yeah and you go back you know you want to step out on back you know mm. you talk
0: about you know hell okay i come out breach
3: yeah, or yeah, I got. That's yeah.
0: I got taught that early on. I needed to that pills would be what I'd do to take fix my problem yeah. when I was whatever you said five S- years old or some kind no, of no sixth grade. I was on an <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, so you get all that, you yeah. know, and you go, well, you know, maybe that shit had to happen too, right? Yeah, maybe fifty six years had to happen yeah. before you were going to get it. 45 for me, you know. Uh, I feel real fortunate that I only bounced around for four years when you talk about 20-something. 26, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's
2: crazy. <laughs> had a
1: hell of a, hell of an ego, didn't I? I? hell of a hard will.
0: But come up with that, the yeah. acceptance of that's just the journey, right? It's just yeah. what it was.
1: That's exactly where I'm at. Yeah, it's part of it. Part of my story, you know, part of my journey, part
0: of the talk about again. I, you know that things the, the principles behind that. Mm-hmm. I will say that you know Christopher's methodology and the TSSR is what actually brought me to a level in a very short amount of time and quickly and allowed mm-hmm. me to like blast off with this recovery thing. Uh, the roots of that is obviously the stuff in the twelve steps and the Alcoholics Anonymous book. Uh, you know so that's where I got what I have in my life today is from those teachings gotcha uh, I would venture to say the past few months has also been with your exposure to Christopher mm-hmm. and TsSRs
1: yeah quite it's had, helped had out a helped lot in, yeah for sure little, yeah it's a deeper he, he's a it's a it's um a deeper look at your it's the psychology of it all too you know what I'm saying yeah. patterns and patterns and all that stuff from youth you know from childhood because childhood you know that those those uh, subconscious thinking patterns start first seven years, man. Yeah, I'd mean, yeah,
0: like to think I'm better than Pavlov's dogs.
1: Yeah, but yeah. to be honest, I'm yeah. really not. Gotcha. You yeah. ring
0: my bell a certain way, and I play a certain tune. You know? Gotcha, yeah. Uh, yeah. Female pays mm-hmm. attention to me. Uh, you know, I have a, a default mode, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to shine my light. Sure, you know, sure. I'm going to be become a peacock. this thing, right? <laughs> you spread,
1: spread your wings. Yeah. spread your feathers, yeah. peacock. And, if,
0: uh, and when my dad comes, <laughs> sees me sitting and not doing anything, I got a whole hang up about feeling that I need to like prove to him that I'm a productive mm. person. And I have a whole nother thing where if I'm sitting still not doing something and he catches me mm. uh, at 50 years old yeah. this year, Gotcha. Uh, you know, last year, turned 50. Yeah. uh I still, my dad lives with me, and when he catches me doing nothing, mm-hmm. I have some guilt wrapped around there that I have to, like,
1: yeah, that funny? Uh, be
0: aware of. And, like, uh. you know, and it doesn't get me the way it used to, but I still know it's there. Mm-hmm. That you know uh, that 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 I was you know and he didn't train me that way. That's some of me training me. Almost, that's for sure. You know? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, but
0: there was definitely modeled for me that he's a busybody dude. So therefore, I saw a man who stayed busy all the time, mm-hmm. and therefore, I thought men stayed busy all the time. Gotcha. So that I better stay
1: busy all the time.
2: Gotcha. And yeah. R-
0: and wrap my self worth up about whether mm-hmm. just how good a man I
1: am by how busy I am. Yeah. That's uh, that's, 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 that's it. You know, it's a, it's a subconscious you know, pattern that's yeah. been ingrained in you. Yeah. You and know, I would like to think, you know,
0: we all have that. Our ego doesn't yeah. want to believe we got trained. We want to well, think yeah. we're
1: our own the men,
0: own, you know, man. we're our own right. self-built, sure. 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 You know? sure. uh, We want to reject that whole yeah. thing and yeah. start being open to that idea that, no, I was actually trained. And actually, therefore, if I was trained, I could mm-hmm. be
1: untrained too. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, man yeah that's exactly that's where that's exactly right man like the like the beautiful uh uh sycamore tree when the uh, the bark stripped from it and it becomes white and beautiful right, right? that's yeah. what i was i had to strip all that damn bark
2: yep
0: yep you that's know? another great metaphor mm-hmm. for it no doubt
3: man
1: man i appreciate you i appreciate you inviting me man i really do and uh this was uh, this was pretty darn cool, you know, and uh, kind of get your ideas. I always liked your ideas, and uh, appreciate you letting me share some of my ideas. And uh, this is a gift, you yeah. know. Yeah, this is part of that gift of sobriety, man. That
0: yeah, I like the way these episodes mm. are uh, evolving to more of a sharing ideas kind of thing mm-hmm. than telling a story, just yeah. straight up chronological story.
1: Right. There's right.
0: some value in that too. Right. Uh, this is more fun for me.
1: Yeah, well, it's more fun for me too. I'm a. Yeah. That's the thing I learned. I used to think I was introverted, and all these years, and I'm really. It's crazy. You get this idea. Like, yeah, I'm introverted, man, but I'm really not. You know, I get sober and I realize I'm not. You know, it's yeah.
0: crazy. Yeah. Same thing happened to me. I would have never thought. I mean, there's the worst thing in the world for me was to have to stand up and say something in front of other people. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. God.
0: I, mean, I remember work putting us through these uh, yeah. same place. They put us through these bullshit little programs where we were to be better robots
1: You know what's funny is like uh like I used to get I'd get nervous like if I like you just said like if I had to speak even in a, a meeting at first you know I had to speak I get nervous and and I I heard something that Anthony Hopkins you know the actor the great actor Anthony yeah. Hopkins said he said this a, he's, se- he's
0: one of us two stories out there yes
1: he said something that did not register because I was like what the hell is he talking about they asked him does he get nervous you know before he acts or acts he said oh no no no. Uh, uh, nervousness for acting is vanity. And I'm like, what the fuck are you kidding? you uh, uh, getting nervous. To me, it stops. You're, you're, you're not vain. You're not. You're not. You're, you're, you're not. You're, you're, you're scared to death. You're not. Well, what's the vanity of that? Think about it though. You're thinking of yourself. That's what's making you nervous. You don't want to be embarrassed. It's it's the vanity of self. It took me forever to understand what the hell he was talking about. Yeah, that is really good. Yeah.
0: Boat had us do some kind of thing where we had to give a presentation.
2: We
0: mm-hmm. had to come up with something and do it. And even though there was a, there was this, that was still back in the age when I had some drive to like want to climb the ladder.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, there was really nothing harder for me in the world. And I mean, it was just awful for me to go show up and do that, you know. <laughs> Plus, you couldn't do it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't drink beforehand. Right. Right. Uh, you know, the things was like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, you know, at work. You know, he was going to have to do that. And I still, in any of those opportunities where I had like that, especially work, because to think of that, I was an adult, mm-hmm. but felt like I was 10.
1: Right. I know. I know that feeling. And all, most alcoholics and headaches know that. Yeah. That and feeling. I don't feel like
0: I, I even, you know, I feel like I came to maturity at 45 years old yeah. when I got sober.
1: Maybe fifty nine now. Starting <laughs> fifty six, but I made it
0: fifty nine. Yeah, because I really do. I, you know, looking yeah. back, and I wouldn't have told yeah. you that before yeah. then. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I was operating like I was a kid.
1: Yeah, for sure. Oh, definitely, man. For uh,
0: sure. And to be and just had to stand up there and like have no faith, and that's another mm-hmm. thing too. You know what I speak about and share about today, I have faith in.
2: Yeah,
1: cool.
0: Uh, So that way it makes it a lot easier to share about it, right? Yeah. Well, back then when I had to do the work thing, we had to invent something, you know, and it was supposed to be work-related, but I didn't have any real conviction of what i was trying right. to talk about
1: right yeah was just the ego telling you to talk yeah,
0: I, well it, yeah and that, you know and it was, it was, mm-hmm. even more so than uh, ego mm-hmm. ego really didn't want me to talk because it was scared to death or whatever you know it didn't want me like maybe it was that vandy i didn't want to look bad didn't yeah want to look yeah stupid exactly nothing, you it's an anthony hopkins work was Syndrome, making yeah. me do this it was a condition mm-hmm. you know felt like a condition of mm-hmm. my employment mm-hmm. and the other thing is you know you can't do you know I can't tell you I can't do it, right? Mm-hmm. I can't admit failure.
1: No, you can't. No.
0: So no, that's no. not an option either. Right. So here you're in this world where you, know, you don't want to do it. They're making mm-hmm. you. You could probably get out of it, but you can't admit you're a failure. And, <laughs> and, and and I remember standing up there doing that. You know, And I'll tell you what that mm-hmm. was the same kind of feeling that mm-hmm. I had when I got married. Mm-hmm. When I had to stand up in front mm-hmm. of those people and mm-hmm. do that. I, this probably was maybe up there in the top three or four times that I've been uncomfortable in front of people in my life. Uh, that's a, it's, it gets a little, because frankly, I didn't want to get married. I felt like I was being coerced into it. Did you really? Uh, yeah. Again, at the time, I didn't know that. That's looking back. That is hindsight thing, Of yeah. uh, going, uh I just thought that's what you were supposed to do. Yeah, me too, man. As a man and as a this and
1: that. I understand that, that, buddy. I do. You know, you you Mm -hmm.
0: graduate high school, you get Mm -hmm. a career, whether that included college or not. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. I was a little bit told, yes, you go to college. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was something else I couldn't seem to do. Mm -hmm. And you get married Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. create a family and buy a house. Yeah, that's it. And here's this formula that you're supposed to follow. Uh, you know and there was something in my mm-hmm. core at those times and I would look at that today and go you know uh, today I can tell when I'm off path right yeah when I have that feeling today that I had in front of all those people at work trying to give this presentation of something I didn't believe in or when I have that uncomfortable feeling in front of that same kind of thing of being up in front of there doing something I knew I didn't really want to be doing today I don't do that I got gotcha. you I can be aware of that and go yeah you know what
1: no Gotcha,' that yeah, cool, yeah, but then I didn't have those tools to no. do that. no, it is. it's tools that have been given to us. we got these tools to be given, and we got this we got the higher power and self reflection you know in the right way and it's what it's all about, you know, yeah. And when I feel like it, when
0: I have these uh, great ideas or mm-hmm. any of the, any mm-hmm. this other stuff, you know, mm-hmm. I got people in my life to talk to, too. So that, you know, like I said, uh, the nerd thing, it's actually come to me really recently. Oh. and Christopher shared it with me. He said, You know, I'm, ultimately, I'm accountable to three elements in my life my higher power, mm-hmm. my sponsor, and my close support group. Mm-hmm. And he went on to say, Of which I count you as one of that, as mm-hmm. a part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I'm like touching base with my higher power Mm -hmm. and he's saying I'm on the right path and I'm touching Mm -hmm. base with my sponsor and he's saying I'm okay, Mm-hmm. And I'm touching base with you and other guys around me, and they're saying I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then, therefore, I'm gonna to have to believe that if it acts like a duck, quacks like a duck, walks like a duck, sure. whatever, there must sure. be a duck. If these three things are saying I'm okay, then I'm probably okay, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. The flip
0: side of that is if some of that's saying I'm not okay, I probably need to look at that that's too, right. right? That's right. It's like that's a stupid fucking idea.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's why. Uh, so,
0: well, okay, uh, you know, my sponsor would never ever say that, you know, but he might offer me something, and like you know, that would allow me to 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 give him a. It's thought about whether if this is really a good idea or not
1: right uh, no, no it's it, uh that's <clears throat> that's a it's a great way of looking at it because that's why i kept going out for what my first meeting was 26 years ago it was that in a nutshell you know yeah and that nudge
0: from above kind of thing too i mean mm-hmm. you learn to rely on that that really is you know
3: I, I, it's a part a lot of people you.
0: talk about having a relationship with their higher mm-hmm. power and uh and i agree with that uh in my morning prayers uh and, and it's been a part of them since i've gotten sober this time around i always like to say since my current mm-hmm. sobriety day yeah. is uh asking for uh, a deeper reliance on my higher power because i think that's counsel more than the relationship i have uh, if i can rely on this right. power to be okay and to guide me and to do all that uh yeah that means more to me than the term relationship with my higher power isn't, to, isn't to, uh, be able to rely uh, to to rely on it like a Child will rely on a, a yeah. dutiful parent.
1: Isn't it just? Uh, isn't it? You know, you're relying on your higher power, and you know within that reliance, you're also reliance on yourself. Sure. You know, you know yeah. it's a it's it's a dichotomy. It, because I think the higher
0: powers within us, you know, that same, mm-hmm. that same element. what I just said of those three mm-hmm. things and you were saying something about the perfect storms in three. Yeah. And these, yeah. There is yeah. something to that number three. And oh, all the for, you know, oh, hell yeah. I figured God, that damn uh, thing. Uh, the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. It's a force of change. Uh, man. Mind, body, spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these oh, different yeah. things that come in yeah. threes, you know, and I do, and I might have said this here, too, you know, from a higher power standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, I do believe there's something out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one element. Yeah. Yeah. there's something inside of me too sure absolutely there's, that's another element yeah and there's something that happens when we come in this group of in, in commune in a group in these connections right. like at the retreat right. or in meetings and other things that's a third
1: i agree man and oh, i think I that's goes like yeah. to me that's yeah. like
0: the trinity of a higher power you yeah. yeah. all and that still goes right with that same thing you know that's exactly that's parallel three. with that who i'm accountable to yeah my higher power my sponsor yeah. my support group
1: Three. Number three is uh, what I've learned. It's the force of change. What uh, Tesla said: If you can figure out three, six, or nine, you can figure out the universe. That's what yeah. he said. Uh, but I do know what three is. Three is that force of change. Three has to come in your life yeah. to change you.
0: When you do the numerology stuff, I'm yeah. a three too. Yeah, I am. If you do, no matter how you calculate those different ways yeah. of coming up with what well, numbers if, is, I'm a three.
1: Well, if you see a, you see if you're looking at the water and you see the sparkly, beautiful like sparkles coming off the water that's the water that's the sun and that's the wind mm-hmm. it takes three element it takes three things to get that just threes are three is the most important number to me for anybody to change it just is yeah i'm a i'm a i'm a three type of dude yeah me too man well i'm glad i didn't know that see now i know about you i'm a, i believe in the threes too buddy i really do this gets a uh,
0: because a lot of people don't <laughs> listen you know there's quite a few people there's some people come in here to listen to the podcast and some people that don't and, uh, and I really do appreciate the listeners and the mm-hmm. feedback I get from back from people who do listen to this because mm-hmm. I'd have never thought that this was going to turn out to be something. This morning, I imagine we crossed over fourteen thousand downloads while we're here. But there's a collateral mm-hmm. benefit of this thing that I hadn't realized too is that when I sit here and I we have this chat, uh, I get to know you better.
2: Gotcha. You
0: know, sure. And whether if I knew you when you got here, because there's people that walk the, into this studio that I have never met mm-hmm. before,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and there's people I've known pretty well. Right. Uh, and no matter where in the spectrum they're at, I know them better when they leave. Absolutely.
1: That's connection. That's the most right. – it's the It's the gift of all gifts, you know, is human connection, man, for me.
0: Yeah. Well, you're shining, man, and you always yeah. have to some extent. You know, that's the other thing about it. You, you do see people who are like uh, a little uh, – not where they end up, you know, we grow and you see people grow and do mm-hmm. that. But there's also a certain thing, and like, you know, and I won't say that I have this ability to do that, but to some extent I think I do with my people I work with because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a pretty good picker of the people I work with. Mm-hmm. And if I don't think you're going to make it, I usually don't sponsor you. I gotcha. And uh, so you see these people like you, and you see other people like when I first met you, mm-hmm. uh, you look like a dude who was getting it or was going to get mm-hmm. it to me.
2: So gotcha. I don't Appreciate know why.
0: That. I don't have any idea how that happens. Neither uh, do I. But, you know, you always have had, and, and even when I first met you, your shares had a depth to them that, uh, that, met, that caught attention. You know, you hear some people just ramble, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you always had something to say that caught my attention and made me listen.
1: Thank you. Appreciate and that. You still do. Thank so, you. Thank uh, you. Appreciate yeah, that. Because you never know. You just talk and yeah. you just never know what's going to yeah. happen. Like you, you have say, a you gift watch. with it, you know. I mean, you do. Yeah. Thank you, man. I really appreciate this, buddy. I do. From the bottom of my heart, by the way.
0: You, know, you come in and save me uh, to some extent. Uh, and it's another one of higher power things. You know, a few weeks ago when this COVID thing was going on, and people, I had a number of people who uh, who didn't want to come in the studio and do face-to-face ones I got you and uh and I really didn't i'll do the zoom ones but oh. I was really hoping I was like you know I don't think there's a problem with the two of us getting together like well
1: we're at least eight feet apart yeah for and, sure uh, it's not like hugging all over each other and you mm-hmm. know
0: for the most part this is not what the whole thing is about no. You no know, it's not mean I mean because people are in rooms together all the time uh living together and they're not a problem no so uh, I'm glad you so to, I'll finish i'll all wrap right. up with this is okay. that uh I, got my, I was pretty down a couple of weeks ago about this thing, and I thought about mm. maybe just take, giving it a break and setting mm. it down. And there was a piece of me that said, you know, you set that down, you it probably won't get back up. Mm. Mm. Uh, and uh, you and Nate both popped up out of nowhere. Mm. Cool. Uh, and willing to come do the podcast. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. It's an honor, so it man. So
1: that light back on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. it. That
0: hadn't happened in a while
1: not my tapping by the way that's not I my had, fingers
0: uh, air compressor that i blowed off everything you know yeah. had really good time not having that happen for a while it yeah. used to happen like almost all did yeah. it really yeah. yeah and it usually happened earlier in the podcast so thank you for doing that because you helped me uh my pleasure uh, riot raise this thing back up again uh we'll close this thing out here in just a second so any final thoughts you want to save here before we do so
1: uh, like i said earlier about st- about fin about your story you guys uh, anybody's thinking about getting cl- clean and sober anybody anybody's their first part of being clean and sober and somebody who's been two or three years and hasn't grown you can the story is still it's still being written yeah. and, it, and it could be any story and you and once you learn that man then the secret all, all these secrets and these little gifts and this knowledge starts hitting and you start becoming who you were meant to
2: be. Really the yeah. aim. Mm-hmm.
0: That's the uh, be a better version of myself yep. day by day, mm-hmm. growing closer and closer to who I was made to be.
1: Yeah, I couldn't say it better, bud. Yeah, man.
0: So, I close these things saying the mm-hmm. same words mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Greg, for being here, man. I love you. Uh, love you too, buddy. I've always, uh, again, just uh, appreciate you and what you do. And, um, uh, I'm honored and privileged, and, and just, just so happy that that you're a part of my life man
1: appreciate that man right back at you, brother i mean that man Uh, i feel the same way about you too buddy it's like i say that spiritual underground uh meeting we uh retreat we had was like three months at the most sober that was the first profound change i ever had in my life thank you for that blessing
0: because that's cool that's the kind of stuff Mm -hmm. that makes me keep on doing this Mm -hmm. stuff you know if that kind of stuff wasn't happening i'd quit
1: wouldn't i yeah, yeah yeah well, yeah yeah you know, absolutely you getting that kind of right. feedback, positive feedback loop right. yeah your service uh, is like i say your s- service is it's it's you're walking the walk well, think you, you don't man. just talk to talk uh, i found that uh, i had very little choice in
0: that because mm-hmm. walking halfway the walk was causing me to relapse all the time so mm-hmm. i thought i would do something different mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. sorta of. yeah. i mean i didn't really but i was open to doing something different uh this stuff got handed to me so, folks out there, uh, if you can't hear that energy in us, uh, that's what—that's really what I want to deliver here through this podcast. Is that energy of recovery that's attractive? It makes you say, "Hey, man, I, that whatever I'm hearing over there, I want some of that."
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. uh, that's not necessarily what it looks like everywhere. Uh, some, some, some recovery can look a little humdrum, and and some people are. are uh, not quite getting what others are getting out of their recovery. And I, and I do believe there's something to uh, what you put in is what you get out. Also, I don't think you can, I think that's another one of the spiritual axioms. But so, uh, you know, yeah, same old thing I say every week, right? Hey, if you're not having a blast in your own recovery, it's your own damn fault. Love it. And uh, thank you all out there for listening. Thank you all for allowing Greg and I to participate in our recovery today in this manner. Peace out.
3: On oh, how and you obey